gamers, and welcome to episode 399 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for December 10th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? Not much, man. We holiday season is we're in the midst of it, man. Yep. Waiting to get to Christmas or other holidays that people celebrate that we don't care about, though. Because um, this is America, and America celebrates Christmas. There just aren't enough um, presents on the other holidays. Well, see, I I think there is for the Jews. You got eight days, and I, but I don't know yeah, how they all do small it. Things, it's like socks and gold coins and stuff. Gold coin oh, candies. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's. I used to think it was just they just get a dreidel all the time. I think you do on one <laughs> so, of the days, yeah. So, like it's all small stuff, and then you get like one big one. I think that's what I learned from the Rugrats Hanukkah special. <laughs> anyway yeah so yeah just just waiting to get um through this i mean is that i mean nothing wrong with it but like we hear it's also getting chilly you know that's yes, not is. super cold i mean it's cold today but yeah it's been okay you know it's been okay yeah earlier this week i was out there like just fine yeah exactly um i mean has is that officially winter yet but yeah. you know um, we we still began to those days. All right. Um, at least we get no snow yet. We have not got any snow yet. Anytime it has been precipitation, it has been rain. So that's great. Yes. All right. So let's get down to it. Um, just quickly get through sports. All right. So my commanders have tied their first games as commanders. Um, again, <laughs> with the Giants. So we didn't win, but we didn't lose either. We We didn't lose. We didn't win. So it just felt like, nah, whatever. Yeah. I think mostly it probably hurts the Giants more because they really want to do something. But, um, oh, well, we'll play the Giants again now. Like, we got a bye week this week, and then we play Giants again. Oh, so wow. hopefully we'll win that one. That's a weird uh, we'll schedule. We'll be home that time. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, the Ravens, they got by. Lamar Jackson got hurt. They really um, did. That was bad. And... But they still won the game because the Broncos are just so horrible <laughs> offense. I mean, the ineptitude of the Broncos offense, I've never seen this in my life, especially with a guy who's supposed to be such a great quarterback with Russell Wilson. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna say it's over for him until next year. <laughs> and like I wait till next year to see if he you know he jumps back. Maybe this is like, oh man, this is one of those worst years he'll ever have, and he's never gonna be this bad ever again. But Man, like they hired this, they got this guy over here, like for this offense to be, like, to be something because this offense has been bad for years, but they had a great defense. Right. Like ever since Peyton Manning left, offense has been terrible, and but the defense been good. So they always had a good enough defense that if there was a, uh, if they had any kind of offense, there will be contenders, but. They it just never happened. Now they finally got Russell Wilson, and um, I mean it looked it looked like okay, there's gonna be some um, man, that whole division, um, the AFC West looked like it was gonna be tight. It's like oh man, they got the of course you got the Pat Mahomes and the um, Chiefs. You got now you got um the Chargers coming up big with Herbert. You already got the Raiders got a new coach now, Coach McDaniel's from um. From the Patriots, oh, okay. he's coaching there now, and they got um, he used to, he was officer coordinator there, and they got Carr, and they got Devontae Adams who came from Green Bay. He left Rodgers because Rodgers didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Like <laughs> he didn't want to stay, go, whatever. He said he was. Devontae Adams was like, 
ain't got time for this shit. I play with this team. And then you got Russell Wilson go to the Broncos. So it's like, oh man, this is going to be a tight race. Nope. It just took the same. And the Chiefs are winning. Everybody else is just mediocre or bad. And it's just like, good God, this is fucked up. So the Broncos losing, man, that game. Like, this is a game supposed to win. They were up like 9-3. It was 9-3 for the longest yeah. time. And then and then at the they uh Ravens came and went at the end. They got finally got a touchdown. Um Yeah, it went 10-9. It's it was ridiculous. Like I was thinking the Ravens were gonna lose. I said, damn, man, the Ravens, and they put, they're gonna lose against this team that came to score. And I said, oh no, they didn't. Nah, Broncos, they and then like it's funny how Broncos fans were thinking the opposite. They were thinking, like, how are we gonna lose this game? Yep, not three for the longest. <laughs> we're gonna lose this game at some point. Yeah, you know, they, a lot of fans were like, Yep, I was just waiting for the other the other um shoot to drop, man. It's like <laughs> because it, they knew they were gonna probably lose. Then the Raiders had a bad loss. Um on the last Thursday night game. Baker Mayfield was um cut from the um he, he was cut from the Panthers. So that's sad. He you know coming from Cleveland. Yeah, he left the Cleveland traded him to the Carolina uh, because they got Watson, who did he didn't start till last week, which they did win. He was rusty, but he didn't. He looked that great, but that man hasn't played for over uh, almost two years. Right. So they cut. So Baker Mayfield was out there. People, you know, people figured he was only get picked up. Um, he doesn't know who, and then the Rams got it. Rams is having a disappointing year. Won their Super Bowl, and they only won like what three games this year. So they picked him up because they had a quarterback who's hurt. So it's like, hey, yeah, take him. And it seemed like they liked Baker Mayfield um, in the past. So okay. now, now they didn't expect, nobody expected Baker Mayfield to probably play the Thursday night game. He's been signed like 48 hours before that game. Oh, wow. But the thing is, they, had, they didn't really have a quarterback to really come in because their third-string quarterback or whatever was hurt or it was something. So Baker Mayfield had to come in. And, I mean – they didn't look that great because I mean for obvious reasons they're already the team is already bad now yeah. because they have so many injuries on that team. But then is Raiders weren't taking really full advantage of it. Like they they were winning, but it was like they're winning but not scoring more. So they kept them in a long time and then so it came down to a last drive. Um I forgot what they were down by because they won by one point, I think. And so, and then they pinned them back. They pinned back the Rams at like the two yard line or something. I think it's like a 98 yard drive mm-hmm. that Baker Mayfield went. He went all the way down and scored a touchdown. And it's like, what? This guy has just got on his damn team. <laughs> and he's come back to do this unbelievable thing against the Raiders. It's so embarrassing. Now, Rams are technically home, but like I've said in the past, there's there's not a lot of Rams fans or like just like saying like Charger fans, like they're in L.A. But L.A. is still Raiders country, man. So it's it basically Raiders were home, and so they, so it's still it was always like Raiders losing their home home game yeah. uh, to the Rams, having mostly just Raiders fans there, and lose to this team. Like Raiders had so many bad losses. They had they only lost to a coach who just got hired off the fucking set of ESPN. His first coach, his first win. He came in and got his first win, his first start and win as a coach against them. And this should happen. A guy, uh, 48 hours, just sobbed at the damn team, trying to prove himself because people are thinking like, oh, man, he might be done. And and having this incredible comeback to win. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like, damn, Raiders, man. Y'all <laughs> is just, um, 
I will say I feel sorry, but I don't because I'm I'm a Commanders fan. So I'm like, no, I don't care. I don't care about nobody about what troubles they're having because I went. I'm still going through shit too yeah. at the same time. So whatever. Uh, but yeah. So I mean, there's other stories going on in the NFL, but uh, the the same teams are up top basically. Uh, like yeah. So you got the Bills as number one still, but thing is, Von Miller is gone. Their best defensive player, Kyle came and they just got this year. Uh, he got hurt. He's off for the rest of the year, so that's that hurts them. Mm-hmm. Um, the quarterback could still be hurt. I'm not sure, but we'll see how it, it affects them going to the playoffs. Uh, and then the um, you know Holmes. Well, oh, the Kansas City did lose. They got upset um, last week by Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati. Oh. Cincinnati has their number. Cincinnati has not lost since Joe Burrow has been the quarterback on that team. He has not lost to the um, Kansas City. Wow. He beat them in the playoffs last year. He beat them in a regular season. I think was it last year too? I forget. But um. And then he beat him this time. He he doesn't lose to him. Um, so Cincinnati's back in it. Like so, Ravens have to watch out that they might. People are thinking Cincinnati's going to catch up to Ravens and take that lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still got to play them again. So yeah, Ravens. That's it's between them and Cincinnati who's going to win a division. Eagles still number one, one one loss. They look good last week. Cowboys won two. Everyone's really big on the Cowboys. They beat a team. They beat they beat the Colts, who has a rookie coach. And I mean, the Colts played some tough played tough games, but I don't know why people just so favorite of them. It's, it's it's always a Cowboys thing. Everybody's all favor for them, and then they're gonna just choke. So I'm not even worried about the Cowboys. Not until they get to the Super Bowl. I'm not worried about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I don't even hate the Cowboys that much anymore. Like, I just don't care. Like, I'm so indifferent to them because I was like, Cowboys going to do what Cowboys do. They're going to get all the hype, get all the attention because they're the most money-making team in the world, and then disappoint. And people will be like, oh, man, this is so disappointing. They lost. Then next year is going to be the same thing. They're going to get a lot of attention, look really good at some point, then disappoint. Mm-hmm. Man, went through, I went through all this with Tony Romo, and it seemed like they're doing the same thing with Dak. Yeah. Uh... Other than that, uh, that's it, really, uh, for football. Um, other sports, it's not really much to talk about there. I know baseball had a lot of stuff happen. People going on different teams. I think Judge, my brother told me Judge, we signed with the Yankees. Okay. Um, so that pissed me off because I was like, damn, they kept him. So he could <laughs> still be knocking home runs against the Orioles. I was hoping he'd go somewhere else. Uh, but um, other things happen. Other trades happen, but uh, I don't want to talk about it. Um, basketball, which is suck. Um, this been losing recently, but the whole league is like I said is still. Uh, but I know the Wizards. I unless unless something changes, something hasn't really changed. Um, it seemed like they got skilled guys there. It's just not meshing well. And then Bill is out, and I don't know why he's out this time. Like he's missed so many games, and I don't know why. I mean, I one time he I think he I mean out the illness thing. I don't know what the hell that was about, but whatever. I don't know why he's out right now. And we got other injuries too. The the Wizards got a lot got some other injuries, so it it's not helping that they don't have that much rotation going in these games. And there's been two back to back games that has been really close and they couldn't come out with a win. Um so that's it. Uh, so you got anything like wrestling news or anything? No, no wrestling news. Uh did you want to talk about the Brittany Griner stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh Brittany Griner is um free now. Yeah. So they have done uh 
I guess did they do a trade with Russia? They did yeah, trade they somebody, some uh, like arms dealer or something. Okay, so yeah, so Brittany Grider, she is back home, s- safe. Um, I didn't really, but I didn't read much after that, so I don't know any stories that she told or what she said to the media. I just knew she was safe, and I haven't looked much at it um, since then. I mean, unless you heard something. Did you hear something? No, nah, I just heard the last thing uh, I saw was that they had done, like, the physical and everything just to make sure she was healthy and good, and that seemed Okay, fine. no no, no fleas. No fleas. No fleas from okay, Russia. that's no. good. <laughs> no, okay. Um, it'll be epidemic, Daniel. They'll, I they'll mean, get carrying diseases. never know. They might inject her with something. <laughs> yeah. SARS-CoV-7. <laughs> So yeah, that that that's great. Yeah, um, so I'm glad I'm glad that's done, and, and this is all planned, Dan. It's all planned for the holidays. That's what it's all <laughs> set up, Dan. Yep. Joe up. Biden's that's been up. letting her sit in that cell just so we could do some feel good Christmas story after all this Twitter stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I guess we get into what we were watching. Um, so I finally went back to watch Andor. Oh, cool. And. Which is the Star Wars show, and I'm on the fourth episode now, and yeah, it's it's gotten it picked up. It was pretty boring those first two episodes, mm-hmm. uh, but third episode it picked up. The action picked up, and the story really picked up to know where it's going. So I was like, okay, now I know where it's going. Now I know, um, and the, at least the action has me awaken, <laughs> awaken me. So I was like, yeah. okay, this seems like a really interesting show now. Like I I want to finish it off. Uh, yeah, I seem and. Yeah, it seems to be all right. Um, really more of a um, rebel type of show, you know. Not a whole bunch of... Well, so far, I haven't seen no mystical stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Seems like a very espionage kind of dealing yeah. of the rebellion and stuff like that, you know. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a new way. It's a new viewpoint of the whole Star Wars. A new look of it, really. Um, what else have I watched? Oh, yeah, I finally watched... The Christmas Carol, the one with Jim Carrey, Disney did mm-hmm. years ago. They have it in 3D, so I was like, I'll check it out with my Oculus, watching it in 3D. And man, that movie's boring. <laughs> it's like an exact retelling of Chris- Christmas Carol, like actual the the actual every line of the book and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that story. Like, uh, so when I was hearing him talk, I was like, this is dissect words from the story. I was like, this this is very boring. It looks good, but it's. Very boring. It's like I, I don't I didn't want a, like a strict retelling of it. I want like something more to it. And yeah, not not a big fan of it. Um and yeah, that's it for what I've been watching. So I guess we get to what we've been playing. So what you been playing, man? Yeah, so I've been playing a couple of different things. Uh but I have still been playing Vampire Survivors. Um still, you know, Game Pass. Uh, so I have discovered the, the depth to it. Now there are multiple levels that you can play through. I'm honestly not sure how I unlocked the second level. I know once I got into the second level, there was like an item that I picked up that unlocked the third level. And I think there are more items in that level to then pick up in, in the next level. Um, yeah, and the second level is really where it feels like it kind of opens up. The second level is more of a horizontal scrolling level. Uh, I think it's the library. Um, so you're basically going left or right. You can go either way. I was just going left, like constantly moving left while the horde mostly stayed behind me. And because it's not like all four sides, you don't get swamped as easily. 
So that one, I actually made it to the end of the level, which wasn't like a point in the level. It was more like a defeated this enemy type thing. It wasn't like a, I got to the most left area of the screen. Um, but in that level, you also open up, you get items or was it the, no, it was the second one in the second one. You get a, a book that then like opens up an option on the menu screen that shows you like, if you combine these two items or if you pick up these two items and then over level this one item, you get like this super special version of that item, which is really cool. The only thing that I didn't think about initially is that you do have like a limited number of spots for those upgrades. I think it's eight. So you can't just get like, Oh, I'm going to get the whip and I'm going to get the cross and I'm going to get the garlic and I'm going to get, you know, you can't get every single weapon and max them out. You only have eight slots to fill out. So if you decide that you're going to pick up the clover for luck, that's one less spot that you could get like a different weapon or something in. Um, but there is a point depending on like what item you, you get, like for me, it's the garlic. The, the garlic is the one I want. It basically puts like this force field around you. And once you level that up, it's basically like the enemies can't get within striking distance of you. And you can basically just, you know, take out everybody before they reach you. Now I will say, and I don't know if this is like a performance thing with my computer or what, but and I think I mentioned this a little bit last time, but once you get the amount of enemies on your screen as they throw at you at the end of these levels, I like it wasn't even like I was controlling the action at that point. It was just like frame to frame. I can't even quite tell where I'm moving. It's just things around me exploding into to blood or whatever. And, and then eventually it was just like, you beat this level. And I was like, okay, I don't know what I did to beat it. If I beat an enemy or if I surpassed the time limit. Cause I think I did that one in like 30 or so minutes. Like I've gotten up there in my play times. I've gotten over level 20 on the character level, but I know there there's stories that I've heard from people in podcasts that are just like, Oh yeah, I've gotten to like level 100 or something like that, or it's just insane. So I don't know if like level one just keeps going as long as you can survive or not, because it doesn't seem like there's, or at least it hasn't explicitly laid out like an objective for me to do to beat that level. Um, all right. So what, uh, okay. Are you talking about level one as your level one character? What are you talking about? So when I, yeah, when I'm saying level, that's, I'm talking about character level, but there are multiple different area levels. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So there are different stages, and, I guess is what I should. So, I should so how, how you get to a next stage. So I'm not entirely sure how I unlocked the second stage. Honestly, I don't know if it was a, I survived a long time or if I found an item, I, I really don't what know. What level were you? I honestly, I have no idea what character level I was at. I think the highest I've gotten on that first stage is like 25 or something like that. I don't know if there's a place that I can like look at previous run data or something like that. I think that would actually be really cool if it's not in there. Cause they do like keep a tally of how many enemies you kill and all that stuff while you're playing the game. 
So I'd be intrigued to see like if it could show you like loadout, the level of weapons you were at and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm really into that game and the fact that there is like, I was into it even with just that first stage, but now that I see that there's more depth to it, I think it's even cooler, um, to kind of jump into the game awards stuff real quick. They did announce that there is a phone version of that game that is free. I downloaded that and gave it a try. It's basically the same game, but using touch screen controls, even just because all you're really doing in that game is moving around. It's still not what I'm looking for as far as like responsiveness and, and the way I need to like move to avoid enemies sometimes like just sliding in between two guys to get out of like this really cramped area or something like that. So I don't know that I'm really going to go back to that. You know, that, that would be a good switch game cause you have those controls built in. But for me, it's not something I necessarily want to play on my phone, but a game's really cool, you know, and for such a cheap thing, you know, I think it's what $5, even if you don't have game pass, I think that's a, that's a hell of a deal there. So that's really cool. Um, continuing kind of the game pass thing. I'd mentioned it, I think previous week, but soccer story is a game that came out recently on game pass and it is very similar to golf story. It's kind of an isometric sports meets RPG type thing, somewhat in the vein of like a Mario golf for the game boy uh, or Mario tennis for the game boy made by Camelot. And so far I played about an hour of it. It's kind of you in this world where soccer is only, only for like this corporation, like this corporation came in and banned soccer for everyone except for them. So you have to be an official like soccer corp team to play soccer. So everybody in the world is sad because they can't play soccer and this magical soccer ball comes to you, a child and you go on an adventure with this magical soccer ball forming a team. Um, yeah, so basically I've formed a team so far and I've played my first game, but leading into that, I was doing stuff around the world. Like you can hit targets around the world or you can, you know, use things as a makeshift goal. I was flipping over trash cans by kicking the ball into it. It's really, really kind of neat. It has a, a pixel art style, but it seems like it's made in like a three dimensional engine because it has like added effects and stuff like that. Um, it seems very clever so far. Uh, it's, it's really neat. It's a, it's a cool, like spiritual, not successor, but kind of in the same vein as golf story. And uh, with that next golf story game, the sports story game coming out soon, I wonder how that's going to be as as far as like how does this compare to that game um it gives me also vibes of that dodgeball academy game as well that's a game that seemed really cool i never spent too much time invested in it but seemed like that would be neat kind of in the similar vein but yeah that that's cool so far um and then as part of the like ea trial thing with game pass i downloaded need for speed unbound just to give that a shot and see how that is. Um, so far, it seems 
fine. There's nothing that's like bothering me about it outside of the fact that it's it's not Forza, but it's it doesn't feel like it's trying to be Forza. It feels like it's still trying to be Need for Speed, and I don't know if there's like room for Need for Speed anymore because like my my like peak point for Need for Speed was Need for Speed Underground and this is doing a lot of that vibe-wise. I mean, I don't remember that there was much of a story to Underground, but from like the street racing culture kind of stuff, it's definitely doing a yeah, similar it was a story. thing here. Yeah, the story was that you um you are an undercover cop and you're going to the um the ring of you know, the Underground street racing and some drug deals been happening. Oh no. And stuff like that. I was a that. cop the entire I was a narc Dominic. I don't yeah. think I'm, I must not have beat that game. I'm glad I yep, didn't. And then, that and way then, I didn't um, have to find you, out. You, you like you like you like the um, the guys. Um, you like the one of the lead guys. You became friends with him, and oh. you liked his um, sister. Ah, oh, shit! And y'all liked each other. And it's, he had a car that his father gave him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his, his father that was put away for like murdering somebody with a wrench or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah just the, to to go back to the game like i think visually it 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 looks cool like the the added Actually, effects i don't remember in fast and the furious i don't was it was it drugs or was it guns i don't what remember oh they were just stealing it I was just steroids stealing let's be realistic it was <laughs> yeah it might it might have been parts yeah I think parts. Think okay, yeah, parts. they're just stealing parts. Yeah, no, they're good guys. To, Dominic, to, they win soldiers. To, to to build to build missiles <laughs> for the Russians <laughs> that they then take to space. Um, yeah. So, like the visual flourishes in Need for Speed Unbound are add add some like coolness to it, something different that you don't get out of a Forza game. This game relies a lot on like you drifting. So it it does like the not simmy kind of you hit the brakes a little bit and then you just absolutely oversteer everything that takes some getting used to and will continue to take getting used to if I if I play a lot more of this game. Um, I I think it's interesting so far and I just left it on whatever difficulty level that it it's it you know, defaulted to, but I haven't come in first in any of the races that I've, I've played so far. And I shouldn't because I'm racing like Mercedes and, and, you know, Lamborghinis and shit. And I'm in a 1992 Nissan of some sort that, you know, obviously I've, I've kitted out as a street racer, but it still doesn't seem like it should necessarily be competing with these cars. Um, but it also doesn't seem like unfathomable that as I improve my car with different mods and stuff that I could potentially get there. Now I haven't seen anything yet as far as like, these are the parts I can replace. And that's stuff that I definitely remember doing in need for speed underground back in the day. So I would expect to see that stuff. Like I said, I'm well, I don't know if I mentioned, but I'm basically like, 30 to 40 minutes into the game so far uh they've set up a little bit of the story it's you and your friend working at this part shop and at night you're going out and you're street racing you know now that you've built your car up a little bit um yeah i think it it's fine 
I, I will say the one thing that bothers me about it is like, and you find this in a lot of games still, but I don't need to be looking at the drive, the little mini map to follow my GPS when I need to go to a place in the open world. You should be able to display that on the game screen somewhere on the street in the world. Like real cars nowadays have, have heads up displays. Like you should be able to do that in the video game. Um, Especially because you're using the expensive cars. It ain't like you're just a regular <laughs> driving a regular car yeah. here. Now, like, you, you uh, maybe, maybe that's like the thing. Maybe as I get into dollars. one of these more fancy cars, maybe they'll do that. But I, I have my doubts that they've they've thought it through that much. I just the thing that bothers me about that is I I have noticed in myself that I become less familiar or don't absorb the environments as much when I have to I be staring at that I mean, mini map. I think you're not the only one that, uh, I mean, yeah. I think a lot of people, a lot of people do. A lot of people said that. And, and I mean, that, that was one of the like kind of breaking points for me with like the, the later stage grand theft autos, like even vice city. And then into San Andreas is like, they give me these bigger worlds and I can't know. Well, actually no, it was four that really, was the yeah. one for me where it's like I there are bits of this map that I recognize and can kind of navigate on my own but for the most part it's me setting a waypoint and then following that waypoint on my mini map and I'm not absorbing these environments like I did in Grand Theft Auto 3 like Grand Theft Auto 3 I feel like I could play right now or I could draw you a map right now of how that breaks down and obviously it's a lot smaller but I also, you know, at that time, I wasn't necessarily just looking at the minimap. I was driving around, getting used to the environments a little bit more. And maybe, you may, yeah. maybe they're expecting you to do that and not, you know, rely on the minimap. But it, I mean, I know. See, well, see, we got to follow three. It works that way because, like you just said, it's smaller. Yeah, it is. And, and yeah, and then, um, and then you're, you're kind of doing missions around the same area right while in these later games you're kind of you're doing missions but the the area is so dense and everything that you're not doing missions just in the same area all the time that the only place you know is your home is the same mm -hmm. and everything like that but once you start leaving out you start going further and or going to other places and other buildings and it's just like it's so dense yeah so it's hard to just remember if you're just basically just look at the mini map yeah, exactly. And and adding like an in-world ability to navigate, I feel like allows you to look at the surroundings more and absorb that a little more. Um, so that's one of the things that kind of frustrates me about this. It It's kind of neat the way they do the open world, or at least it's different. Um, because like Forza, you're just constantly driving around. It, you're almost like not a person in the car. You're basically playing as the car, right? Cause it'll go night to day and day to night. Meanwhile, you're just driving around all the time. This, it actually seems like it transitions between night and day. When you go back to the garage, you go back to the garage and you store the cash that you won that night or that day. Um, and then it transitions to the next, you know, next day and, and the next time zone. Don't be, oh, you be, you be getting cash on got like a cash app or something. Man. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's illegal street racing, Dominic. You gotta, you get it in Bitcoin. Um, oh, okay. 
<laughs> no, but for like races, you have like buy-ins and stuff like that. So you can't necessarily race at this level if you don't have enough money to get in at this level. You can also place bets. Like if you're like, okay, they're predicting that I'm going to come in fourth in this race. But I can say, oh, this guy that's predicted to come in third, I can say, I'm going to beat you for sure, and I'll get $1,600. Or I could say, I'm going to beat the guy that's projected to come in sixth, and I'll get like $500, kind of stuff like that. That's kind of a neat aspect to it. Um, There are the police. There's a police aspect to it. I'm not entirely sure what that is does outside of adds a little chaos to the races because they will come in and try and kind of take you out knock you out and then after the race is over you have like this heat level so they'll continue to follow you after you finish the race and then you have to ditch them but i don't know i don't know what happens if you don't get ditch or if you don't ditch them i assume maybe they they take some of your cash or something like that um, and then kind of your heat level dies down when you go back to the garage and you, you put your cash away. Uh, it seems like from trailers that they're like, they're bigger, bigger vehicles involved, like SWAT teams and stuff like that'll come after you in like four by fours and stuff like that, you know, like SUVs, stuff like that. Right now it's just kind of regular patrol cars. Um, they're they're doing stuff that I don't know if it's really anything new from what they've been doing in the past, you know, for this series, but I've checked out of it for quite a while now. And it does at least offer something different from a four is a game. In some cases that's a positive in some cases that's a negative. Um, but the fact that they are doing something that, that allows them to kind of differentiate themselves from Forza, Forza instead of just being, you know, dollar store wish brand Forza. I, I think that's good for the series, but they definitely need to find something that can that can further differentiate themselves and and you know prove why they should you know still exist. Why the why they're still relevant? I guess is what I should say. Um, and and Forza really hasn't gone down the like street car culture route so i (laughs) i hope for need for speed sake they don't ever do that but i wonder if this point moving to like a burnout style well i don't even say style but like going with a burnout game if that would do anything for ea to to either change the narrative or, or distance themselves further i'm not sure but I, overall, I think this game is fine. You know, it's if I'm if I'm thinking about it in review scores right now. I mean, I've only played thirty minutes, but I this this seems like a seven. You know, to me, this doesn't seem like anything that's going to blow me away anywhere in this game. Even as I get further into it, but it also doesn't seem like a bad game. It just seems seems middle of the pack. You know, a, above average. You know. That's how I'm feeling about this game so far. All right. So I guess I'll tell what I've been playing. Um, I've been playing Tiny Tina's Wonderland, so I'm playing more of that. I played some with my friend. Mm -hmm. And it's it's all right. It's a Borderlands game. The the difference is that, like, instead of they don't have bombs, they have, like, you using powers. 
Okay, um, like magical so spells, like, fantasy yeah, stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. So, but you still had a power in the last game, but you only had, but this time it seemed like you have two. You have one that seems like it does some type of elemental type of damage or mm-hmm. something of that extent, and another one that's just your character power. Um, so you can, I guess, it, it as you grow, you maybe it gets more powerful. Like you can, yeah, as you use your stats, build your stats up and level up. Um, still, uh, it's still a looter shooter. I mean, um, yeah, you're just looting a whole lot. Um, the gun, there's their guns. I mean, even though there's a crossbow that looks kind of old, but basically there's guns. So it doesn't really make sense for the fans to say, but, but they even joke about that. Um, the comedy is still the same as Borderlands. Um, it, it's all right. Like, I mean, I find it funny and I don't, um, I don't know. I only get the whole overworld thing. I mean, overworld thing puts feel like, oh yeah, you're going to a new section and like this is the um, does the dragon kind of board thing. Um, I mean, it's okay, but I was, it's, it's, it's like it's okay. It's like it gets a little somewhat charm to it or whatever, mm. but um, it's not big. I mean, you can walk through the grass and then it's like, oh no, an enemy comes and gets you. Then you gotta go through, but it just like you're in the grass, and then it goes to another screen, and then you're just shooting a whole bunch of enemies like you do in regular Borderlands, like you're in a town and something like that, and just shooting the enemies, and then you get some special loot um, when you finish it. Um, it's yeah, the game. I mean, so far it's fun. It's, it's a Borderlands game. It's f- something fun for me and my friend to play together mm-hmm. or something and um, try out. So yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing special. Me. I can't say right now I like it better than three, um, yet. I can't say that, um, but I'm leaning towards that. That I like it better than three. Okay. I'm leaning toward more towards it. So we'll, we'll see. As is it, two as like your more. top in the series? Yeah, two's two's okay. number one. All right. So I've also been playing some more Persona Five Royale. Not really much to say there either. Um, I. Been, you know, I saw, like I said, I've been using the cheats and stuff, so I've been like, I've been doing all these extra activities that I haven't done, not just because of it's a the Royale version of Persona, but because some of the things I didn't do in the last Persona game, like I've been playing baseball a whole lot more. Well, the batting cage, um, I just been doing other activities and just seeing what kind of like dialogue choices come up with them or something like that. I've been playing a lottery more, I didn't used to play that a lot because I didn't want to spend all my money. And I know because I always kept losing. <laughs> now I don't care. Now it's like, hey, we'll see if I can win or not. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, the game, the game, still fun. I, I like the story of you just changing these evil people hearts and these these despicable guys, and you're just making the world better. Mm. Um, but I also have a very strong story, emotional element to it. Something that relates to the real world. So it. It's a cool game. Like it, as far as Japanese games, it's one of my top ones. I mean, up is up there with like the Yakuza series, uh, this and the in the Trails series. Like uh, some of my best, my favorite Japanese um, RPGs franchises. Even mm-hmm. though Yakuza is probably uses it is action, but it has that. But definitely the, the um, like a dragon has that RPG element. It's mm-hmm. definitely RPG with that one, um, but. Yeah, they, yeah, they, I, I, I like this style, this style of it. Um, the, what the JRPGs are going in, like the, um, instead of the, um, even me, it's always places for like dragon, dragon, um, quests. Yeah. And well, Final Fantasy is, see, it's more, it's, 
It depends. I mean, <laughs> I will, we will be talking about it for six, what, about 16. I'll get to that and state my opinion on that one. Um, but yeah, um, so that's it. That's all I've been playing. So I guess we'll take a um, quick break. And when we get back, we'll get to the flashback segment. All right. And we're back. And then we're flashbacking to 2012, 10 years ago. And this week in December, well, the last two weeks, because I didn't do the games last week, did the covers. So then she got a big one. I didn't even know. I didn't even realize it came out in December. Um, Far Cry 3. It's the 10th anniversary of Far Cry 3. Now, this is like probably the biggest change in the Far Cry. I mean, 2 was a big change, too. But this is the one that really got... It was as pretty acclaimed as 3 was. Like, 3 was like, man, this... And people, a lot of people like this. This is like um, a big change in the series. This is the probably when it got where how popular it was. This is this is like the peak. Yeah, definitely. Of Far and like I, I remember playing it. I know you beat it. I'd never beaten it. I uh, got probably to the halfway point of it mm-hmm. before I stopped. Um, but I did have fun with it. I mean, I liked it. Um, this is the start of the towers. This is before the towers stopped get, start getting was getting old. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you op- you get on the tower here, you unlock this part. It was still okay then. Um, then basically everything's been. Uh, this is like the template for all the rest of the Far Cry's. Mm-hmm. Far Cry's this, all yeah, Ubisoft it, games, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it was just you get on a tower and then you unlock a place. I mean, actually, Assassin's Creed started it really, um, but. This it just became like this was the pinnacle. This is like oh the best iteration yeah. of this unlocking areas with the whole but the jump to do in that area. Showing all the freaking icons of like oh you can do this here, you can do that here, and then that's what yeah all Ubisoft games were just doing that. And yeah, man. Uh, but I mean at the time it, it was fine. It was fine. Um. With this game, um, the story was pretty good. He had a good villain, even though you really see him much. No. Uh, but but just like I think that's with the villains. Well, actually, see, I think a villain needs to be. Uh, well, that needs to be. It's just that it works if he can at least talk. Like you don't have to see him because you, you definitely don't want to fight him all the time because no, you, you just kill him. But it's, unless it's like a superhero, a super villain, or something that's different. But the uh, hearing him through the radio and stuff, like saying things. Mm. Um, I don't think. I don't think in that one game. I don't know how much did Voss even talked. I don't. I think he he got, he basically disappeared. Right. Um, yeah. After because like 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 because you you kill him. Don't you kill him halfway through? What what? I forget. I, I yeah. Like I killed it's so him. hard to remember now because like yeah, wasn't the woman that you were like working with? She his became the big bad or something like that, and then yeah. Yeah, because and yeah, uh, but but it was a fun. Yeah, I remember being a fun. But you you can talk some more because you actually be in it. Yeah, I mean, uh, like you said, the formula basically at that time hadn't kind of overstayed its welcome yet, and the idea of going from this radio tower and then you open up the surrounding area around you and it would put stuff on your map like the animals in the area, and then you would hunt those animals to create different upgrades and stuff i thought all that was cool at the time it was graphically impressive you were on this you know tropical island basically jungle area um and it was open world you know you could just 
go and do whatever you wanted. You could even swim. You can go under the water, as I recall, too much. But And then just the, the absurdity of the story. It was ridiculous. It was basically like you being this frat guy who was hanging out with his friends. And then he has to, you know survive by himself in the jungle and and then you become like one with the the native population and stuff like that and you go on like these drug trips too it was it was absolutely insane story-wise it really was at least what it feels like and and part of it is i haven't really spent a lot of time with the series since then but from everything that I've seen, it sounds like that was basically the peak of Far Cry too. You know, because that first game was just like so generic, and then two was crazy in its own way. Yeah, the first yeah, two just I always hear things about two, but I I just I got into it late, and by the time I tried it again, because it came free with I think Xbox mm-hmm. or something, um, they, I it just was I didn't really care about playing it anymore. You know, I was like, ah, it's too many better games. So you can try this again. And one, it was just yeah. It just like, oh, I like the jungle scene, but it was yeah, like you said, it, but after other than that, you know, it became like just generic shooter. Um so there were so, like weird monsters and stuff in there, like mutants. Yeah, well, I, I didn't even got that far. Yeah. I was just I think I just shot humans. Okay. <laughs> I just shot humans, but I for that. Um but yeah, uh, I was about to say yeah. But the new yeah, the newer ones I never heard it the same way as Far Cry Three. Like people talk about it the same way as Far Cry Three. Yeah, um, it always felt like something special was going to happen with them. But then when the game comes out, it's um oh, I mean it's like like it's fun. I mean if you like those type of game, if you like that type of game, you, you still like that formula. It's fine. But um, there wasn't much difference besides uh, um the new villains really mm-hmm. um it always seemed like something different I me mean, it seemed like uh, a good setting just that like um i mean the one i played far cry 4 was the uh what the himalayas and stuff like that um yeah the uh nepal or whatever um and that that was pretty cool um and then um like being up in the mountains and things of that nature and with snow so that was different from you know tropical which was all basically Far Cry 3, 2, 2 was like a savanna, basically, and then 1 was tropical. So it was like, yeah, they were all kind of warm areas. This was kind of a cool area, um, cold into like fairly mild. Uh, then with um, Far Cry 5 being where like the USA. So it was like, oh, crap. And it felt like, oh, man, it's going to get some some day like some of those like freaking um, – Ah, uh, well, so people, those people would be like, "Oh, America!" Like, I want to get America back to um, the olden okay. times and shit yeah. like that. Like, like the people, the people. It's for the people. We take control. Like the government. We don't like big government and shit like that. But it didn't go that far. And yeah. as, as far as story, apparently, what people said, like that, you would think it would it would be interesting if they went that far because they didn't want to be political. When it's like, dude, <laughs> it. I mean, it is what it is. You know. You just, just just do it. I mean, yeah. yeah if okay, you're going to choose that like setting, you knew what you yeah. were doing to begin with. Exactly. And like the kind of guy you got is like, he seemed like he's very um, preachy. Yeah, he was basically like a gossip, cult leader. Gossipily. Yeah, but you don't, but it's not God though. It's something else. So I was like, ah, uh, y'all could have just did it. I mean, you could have went that route. There was nothing wrong. Like, yes. I'm sorry. If somebody say like, "Oh man, I'm like this is controversial," 
oh well, there's so many, so many movies do the same shit. So much content does the same shit. You just, you just deal with it. Like, cause, it's, cause it's not really nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just like your storytelling element. And I don't think you're gonna lose sales honestly on that. Like, I don't think sales wise, it was gonna hurt you that much on that uh, if you went if you went that route. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because it's not like you're, because you're not saying anything like America's bad. You're just saying these extremists that are they're extremists. It's like yeah, like patriots, like stuff like that. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I think that it was like very cowardly how they uh, went with that <laughs> yeah. story. Um, Take it from the French like to be cowardly. <laughs> yeah. So then you have um the uh uh then you have the last one which is now that I I really have no familiar familiarity with it. I just heard that it wasn't as good as it could it wasn't that good. Like the story wise, it wasn't that good. I don't know about gameplay. I'm guessing gameplay was just the same. Um but I really have no familiarity with th- um six. So I I don't know. I don't know what to say about that one. Yeah. But what did they even yeah, do in that? But this one? was which one was that one? I don't oh know, was right, like that, was a, the, a that was the that was the one with or uh, like what's a, his face. Yeah, some is some um Hispanic place or something. I don't know Brazilian. I don't know some South America or somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, it was basically basically like Cuba or something like that. The equivalent to okay, and that was the one with the the what's his name Esposito. Okay, so I I completely right. forgotten about that for a moment. <laughs> God. All right, so uh, what we got here? We got um, Guardians of Middle Earth. Um, I guess you can explain this because I didn't think it was worth talking about. So uh, yeah, what basically is this? it was it was around the time when Dota's were blowing up, and it was it's basically the uh, Lord of the Rings version of one of those games. It came out on PlayStation Network and Xbox Live Arcade, and pretty quickly just disappeared so yeah is it worth talking about probably not is it worth talking about in the grand scheme of things as to like the trends during that time maybe okay yeah like copycat yeah because what was more popular and that's one of those copycat games and there's there was there's quite a few of them they didn't mm-hmm. but they you don't you don't hear about them you don't know you don't hear about it anymore all right so what we got here oh we got the 10 year anniversary of the grand theft auto vice city this came out first uh oh man uh we just said, maybe we didn't mention it, the 10-year anniversary of the three. That would have been last year, right? I mean, last year we would have did that. Yeah. Um, but this is based off, isn't this what the PC one was copying of? Yeah. And that's what people were pissed off I was about? I think this one was that, basically. It was like, that's why people were so upset, because it was that. I, I only highlighted this one because I remember, I don't know how long after it came out on iOS that it came out on Android, but I remember picking that up, because I was like, oh man, yeah, I want to play Vice City again, and then I played like one mission, and I was like, oh yeah, I don't want to play this on my phone. But it was it was a nice little hit of nostalgia real quick. Um, I I didn't highlight this one, but I just want to mention it real quick. Uncharted Fight for Fortune, because I had to look it up because I was like, that's not the one for Vita that I remember playing. That was like Golden Compass or something. And this is a card game that apparently came out on the Vita. And I had no idea that they had released an Uncharted card card game <laughs> for the Vita or I just wiped it from my mind, basically. I never did it get rated pretty good. I highly doubt it. (laughs) 
Uh, 67 on Metacritic, 7.5 from Destructoid, 5 from Edge, 7 from IGN, 6 from Eurogamer. Oh, okay. So, I, so great. Uh, so great. I mean, for, <laughs> for what it was, I guess not too bad, but wow. <laughs> I don't remember that being a thing at all. All right. So I guess that's it for 2012. So now we're going back 20 years. So the first two weeks of December, we got Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon came out on the PS2. This is the first Ghost Recon. I did not really pay attention to it because it looked like like one of those uh, realistic army games. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't I didn't care about SOCOM, so I don't care about probably <laughs> this either. And yeah, I didn't pay attention to it. But it was uh, actually... It got rated pretty good on PC yeah, and Xbox. It did not get rated good for PS2 and Game GameCube got 59. PS2 got 63, but that PC got an 80 and Xbox got an 84. That checks out. Uh so I mean I don't know why. Like what what was it? Just was it just graphics or was it there some playability that changes that were made? I think it was probably game? a combination of like for like the GameCube around that time, it was definitely it was just like, oh, I'm not surprised that this would get rated less here, that kind of thing. Like a lot of it, I mean, especially for a game like this, was still just shaking Nintendo's image of being a a kiddie kind of console. So some of the development of stuff wouldn't get as much focus for like a Ghost Recon style game. And PC is just, you know, natively its home. So it doesn't surprise me that that would get a drastically higher score because we're still talking like relatively early times for first person shooters on consoles, you know, and, and even with ghost recon, it was more of a, a tactical thing. There was a lot more elements to it than just shooting, but you know, that that's kind of how it was at the time. I mean, sales wise, it, it did very well. Um, apparently, um, on the consoles, um, it, it did really well for PC before the PC is sold. 430 units um by the end of 2001 and mm. i think well by march it was 200 i mean it did 240 in us and which earned it just 10.1 million copies mm. um by 2006 um and like the playstation 2 and the xbox version sold 2 million copies so more than 2 million copies and it said that helped um ubisoft have like its Revenue of high, uh, revenue high, um, record high for the company. Oh wow! Which um, it's kind of interesting because I just remember Ubisoft making. Well, actually, what year is this? Two thousand two. Yeah. When did it do uh, Prince of Persia? Oh, when did it do Prince of Persia? Prince of Persia. Was that next year? Sands of Time. Sands of Time. Yes, 2003, October. Oh, okay. So that's when they start being disappointed in their sales because I guess they're <laughs> going good high now because they, yeah, they didn't like what that and Well, no. Well, uh, Beyond Good and Evil wasn't good. That fault. Yeah, Beyond but, Good and Evil. But that came at the same time. Sands of Time, um, they, I think they were happy with. It wasn't until like Warrior yeah. Within where they were like, oh, we made it edgy. And then the the like 
new Start Prince of Persia yeah. in 2008 was when they were really like unhappy with the series because they were yeah. like, oh, this came out and is all That's right. Prince of Persia was like actually it. okay. It actually did all right. Yeah, it was Beyond Gun Evil, which was a good game, but yeah. it didn't sell well. But it, I think it came out, like I said, it came out like the same time as Prince of Persia, but I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we both of y'all games around the same time. Um, what else am um, I... Where am I at now? So, okay. That was Ghost Recon. Um, what else we have here? We have, oh, big one. Dragon Ball Z Budokai. We already talked about this. Yeah, the magazines. So, yeah. And, yeah, this is, like, one of the biggest Dragon Balls. That, this is, like, this is like really big in the U.S. Um, because, really, the other Dragon Ball Z games, they, they, it wasn't as popular. Because Dragon Ball Z wasn't popular, that was popular when it came out on Super Nintendo. Yeah. And whatever else it came out on. Um, but so now this is like the height of popular Dragon Ball Z, and yeah, I know a lot of people got it. Let me see. Um, it said it sold like in Japan it sold six hundred and forty eight copies, and the United States it sold two point four million copies by two thousand seven. Um, damn, yeah, they um it sold a shit ton. God damn! Why did why did it go to about two thousand seven? Can you can you just tell me like within like <laughs> the year? Good God! Um, but it sold a lot. <laughs> it sold a lot, and it and it wasn't really that great. But it was Dragon Ball Z. It was nothing else. There was no other Dragon Ball Z game nope. really. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I mean that got. was worth playing anyway. Uh, all right. So the next game is The Legend of Zelda: a Link to the Past on the Game Boy Advance. Um, I remember me and my friend had bought this at the same time. I don't know if it was like I bought it and let him hold it, but I I don't remember because I don't know where the game is now. But yeah, I remember we got it at the same time when we got our DSs. So we got uh, uh yeah at the time it was a DS because it had backwards compatibility on it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, I mean the game is it's the um it was the um the game based on the Super Nintendo, but it wasn't that. It also had the, the four, like, swords, four adventures. swords with it. Yeah. yeah, which I never touched. So I don't know nothing Same. about that. <laughs> Same. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know anything about it because I heard it was multiplayer. So I was like, oh, I I don't know. I'm not doing mean. I couldn't figure it out. So I was I didn't really care, honestly. So uh, but do a lot of yeah. link cabling myself. So, but yeah, but. The game itself, it's fine. I mean, I played a little bit on my sisters when it was a Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. so I was playing that for a bit. Um, but I never, I never completed it. I never completed Leak to the Past. So I always get to the new. I always stopped at the new world. When I got to the <laughs> other world, that's where I stopped. Um, and never went past it. But I know my friend loved that game. He played a, he played a lot. He beat it. A few, I mean, I don't know how many times he beat it, but I don't because he used to play it on Super Nintendo. So he, yeah, he he liked all the. Those Zelda games mm-hmm. at the time. I think he, he stopped at um, Skyward Sword. Yeah. That, that was it. <laughs> Didn't we all? Killed it for him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you got anything you want to say? Yeah. I mean, it's like you said, one of the it's it's one of the best Zelda games out there. And, you know, this was part of Nintendo's push to basically put all their big Super Nintendo titles on the Game Boy Advance shortly after it came out. I was excited for it to come out and and spend time playing it. One is using just the Game Boy Advance hardware because mostly my time spent with Link to the Past was on like emulators and stuff. So this might have been like one of the places I had beat it for the most part because 
I don't think I had it for the Super Nintendo. I would go over to my buddy's house and I would play it over there sometimes. But it was mostly emulators for me until it came out on here. So, yeah, it was good stuff. All right. So, what else we got here? We got, oh, that is it for, yeah, that, that's basically it. That's worth talking about from yeah. 2002. So, now we're going back 30 years. Um, and we have just one game for 30 years ago. Um, Mega Man 5 was released in Japan. This is mm-hmm. the first release of Mega Man. This is the Mega Man 5 30th reunion. Um, it was a uh, okay rated Mega Man. Just that uh, I think a lot of people... Um, not a lot. I mean, I don't know, but people just say it was like kind of more of the same. It wasn't really much different, but it was fine. Uh, it definitely wasn't like people. I mean, it was. I don't think it was a lot of people's favorites or anything, but it was. It was fine. But it also came out a time when Super Nintendo was out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but games were still coming out for Nintendo though. So this is one of those few like gems that were still coming out. So it was like it was still worth having a Nintendo. Like there was like um even at this point. Because I think, what, Super Nintendo was in 1992? So Super Nintendo came out in, what, 1991? So it's only been a year, right? Yeah. yeah. It came out in 91, right? Um, I think it's 91 or 1990. I don't want to say 91, though. At least at least for America. I don't yeah. know what Japan is. November 21st, 1990. I mean, that's effectively 91. For what? Uh, oh, Japan? Or wait, let me see. Worldwide, it was 91 September, North America. Yeah, you're right. August 23rd, 1991 was America. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, so, that's when this, yes. yeah, so it's still a year. So, yeah, so games were still coming out for Nintendo. And I think games, even next year, were still games even coming out that was actually worth having on Nintendo. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, oh, it's dead. You know, um, they were still supporting it, and yeah, but I think people, uh, yeah, but like it, they said, graphically it was pretty good and um, everything, but just that it wasn't much difference with uh, the previous installment. Even the story was the same. You were still fighting your brother, I guess, um, and your like your Mega Man's brother was leading these evil things and blah blah mm. blah, whatever. Um, I didn't even know he was for his brother. I didn't know the story of the early Mega Man's. Honestly, I just knew Wally. Yeah, it was the bad guy. Um, <laughs> Same. So that was that was it. Um, and that is it for the flashback segment. So we're gonna take a quick break when we get back. We'll get to the gaming news. All right. And we're back. So now we're gonna get to the gaming news. What we got, Dad? All right, Dominic. It's finally happening. Microsoft has succumbed to market pressures and are going to be raising the prices of their AAA titles, such as uh. Uh, what is that game called? Starfield and other big name games are coming out in 2023 to $70. Uh, no. Basically citing, you know, it's costlier to develop and we all know the reality of it is everybody else is doing it. So why wouldn't they do it? You know, they, yeah, exactly. they've, they've let Sony take the hit, hit for, you know, being the one to initially do it. And now, now they're going to go right ahead and do it. Um, the Has reality, Nintendo done it yet? I I would not be surprised because they're where where are Nintendo games at normally are they sixty? I guess yeah. they are right. So they, I feel like they should stay ten dollars behind everybody else. <laughs> I I feel like they they've 
they've made a good career of doing that in a lot of cases, especially with this. But, you know, with this whole, we talked about it before it released, but basically like the switch tax in a, in a time when you would have paid $10 less for a game, you're now paying $10 more because you're buying effectively the portable and the home versions of it in Nintendo's eyes. So they've been trying to milk you this entire time. Um, they're not going to do it with the Switch. If we see you know, the Switch 2 announced in the next year or so, I could see them moving in that direction. But it's really going to depend on what kind of hardware they're pumping out there. If they're, they're releasing games that look like they were Xbox One or PS4 games, then I could see them going in that direction. But if we're still talking about like two switches glued together or something like that level of power, then I, I don't know if they they can justify it public relation-wise. Um, I mean, in a lot of ways, like Microsoft is going to get away with this because of Game Pass also. Like, I'm going to sit here and tell you I don't feel like it's that big of a deal for Microsoft because, one, Sony's already done it, and... All the other publishers seem to be, you know, on board with that. And two, I'm going to get these titles that are now $70 on my Game Pass subscription that still, at as of recording this, remains the same price, you know, $15 yeah, exactly. a month. Now, this very much is, to me, a telltale sign that we will see Game Pass raise in price probably sooner rather than later i would not be surprised if by mid next year game pass is more expensive i think at the same expensive. time is that that we will get the um family thing i i always feel mm. like they're going to raise the price and then at tell the what the time. family mm. yeah the family and, price is so. and in a lot of ways i would be okay with that as long as they give us that option to you know, spread it across the, you know, friends and family. Wink, wink. I'll be pissed if they don't. If they do, if they raise the price before they even tell, put out the family uh, plan, like, worldwide or yeah. at least in the U.S., then uh, I'll be disappointed. Yeah, absolutely. But they they at least have venues to, like, mitigate the, the bad press on, on them raising the price here. Um, I think it was smart of them, especially with their release slate this year, which has been basically nothing to remain at that, you know, at the $60 price level and continue to sell people on Game Pass. Um, but now next year, as we see things like Starfield and Redfall actually coming out, allegedly, we'll see, you know, they haven't happened yet, but seemingly they they have a slate of games next year i it makes sense for them to do this um yeah so i it is what it is unfortunately everything is getting more expensive and wages remain stagnant and everything is bad but there is at least some relief there in the form of game pass um in some other Microsoft news, actually, I didn't put this on here, but tied in with this news that Call of Duty has announced a partnership with Nintendo, uh, basically stating that they will continue to put Call of Duty out on Nintendo consoles for 10 years following the, you know, 
completion of the acquisition of Activision Blizzard. They had a they had a Call of Duty game on Nintendo. Uh, no, they have. It's been quite a while <laughs> since they did, but apparently they're going to. Um, oh, because because you said they were continue. You said continue. Well, and I was yeah, saying like, sorry, it's it's it hasn't been since like the Wii U that there has been a Call okay. of Duty game on the Nintendo console. Um. So we'll continue yeah. to do the same thing. So expand. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they're like, yeah, we'll put it out on your console uh, if you want it. And Nintendo's like, I don't care. So they're like, ah, we don't care. Um, <laughs> but, but to no, I, me. I was, yeah. I, I took sorry. it as they were. Um, they are putting Call of Duty on Nintendo. Yeah. Like, they, they, that's, that's, is that really the story? Is that's that that's what I'm to- gathering from it. I mean, basically, the story to me is. Sony is being a big baby. We've made deals with Steam and call and Nintendo. And if Sony isn't willing to take this 10 year deal, I don't know what they want from us. That's, that's what it feels like to me is because, you know, meanwhile, Steam's like, we just exist, like put our game out, put a game out. I don't, I don't care. And Nintendo's like, ah, sure. We're doing fine by ourselves. Sony's the only one that's pitching a fit about the potential of losing Call of Duty. So I... Yeah, it really is. It very it's, it's much just feels annoying. like... Just it's very annoying. annoying. I'm sorry. It is <laughs> sucking annoying. It's like... It is. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm thinking like you're... I mean, that's why... I mean, I, I, I don't really look at the comment stuff. No, I mean, sometimes I do just to get a laugh. Yeah. But uh, but it's just that these pe- people get so annoyed about Microsoft getting Activision... I'm like, man, I hope are y'all the Call of Duty fans? Cause everybody, cause I seem like the Call of Duty fans don't really be on these uh <laughs> yeah. these these comment sections and the comment sections I look at, yeah. cause it seems like everybody says it sucks. Why the fuck do y'all care? <laughs> I say, why do you care about like, oh man, they're gonna lose people because they're gonna lose money? And it's like, dude, why is it you Sony care about that? They'll exist, they'll be fine. Yeah, I'm like, I, I don't know. It's like you in fact, it may spur innovation because then they'll need a first-person shooter to compete with Call of Duty if Call of Duty is still relevant. I mean, that's that's the thing is like Sony is putting a level of relevance and obviously it sells a lot. So there there is some portion of that to Call of Duty. But in the like games as a conversation place, like Call of Duty hasn't been relevant for a while now. So like yeah. Sony putting out a new AAA first person shooter would be bigger news and could generate more sales than if, you know, just continuing to sell Call of Duty on a PlayStation as far as I'm concerned. You know, what I'm saying is bring Killzone back, Dominic. <laughs> but let uh whatchamacallit develop it, the people buying Destiny. Let them do it. Let Bungie do it. Um yeah, I it just it seems so silly. But uh, the news kind of going along with this is that the FTC has decided to uh, basically make a lawsuit against Microsoft to try and inhibit its completion of this acquisition. Now, based on what I understand of it is it's not even like a federal lawsuit. It's like a more internal thing. So it's basically like they're going to try and push Microsoft to like concede some things potentially to make the deal go through. If anything, you know, it sounds well, like, okay. so what, what is the, like, why, why are they doing this loss? Like, what is it? 
I think yeah, the problem? a lot of the it is posturing. You know, the, the person in charge of the FTC is very much like anti-big tech companies. And obviously this is like the first shot at showing that you're strong on tech companies. Is how did basically they feel about Disney, Disney acquiring everything? How did, how did they feel along those lines? Uh, you know, I... I don't know. I, I don't know if that would classify to them as a tech company. I mean, in a lot of ways, this this could be viewed very similarly, right? Like for that acquisition of Fox, they made them split off Fox Sports because they already had ESPN. So and Fox News and stuff like that. And yeah, and maybe you see something similar happen here, where they're like, "Well, you can have Activision, but you can't have Blizzard." Now, I don't. I don't think they would go that route. I don't know that Microsoft I think they, would they probably, agree they probably to would, They probably would rather have Blizzard, honestly. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, really, out of this, the, the silent uh, killer that Microsoft, I think, is looking to acquire out of all of that company is King, the mobile people who make oh, yeah. Clash of Clans and make millions and billions of dollars. Um so really, I don't. I don't know if Microsoft would just be like, ah, fuck it. They can have Activision, Blizzard. I don't care. Um, yeah, give us King. Yeah. So I don't know if it would come to something like that, or if it's just concessions as far as like, oh yeah, we're willing to put Call of Duty, and we're willing to say Crash Bandicoot will continue to release on, you know, Sony consoles, our competitors' consoles. Um. It really seems like they just want to kind of stomp their feet and say, we're tough on big businesses. And at the end of the day, maybe let this deal go through relatively unfazed, you know, but they want to be able to score political points and be able to say, we're tough on big tech. Because that's kind of what everybody's thing is right now, whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. You want to be tough on big tech. So, it is what it is. So, just give us those games on Game Pass. That's all, that's all we're looking for. Their concession will be that, no, we will not put them on Game Pass. So, <laughs> that, Microsoft, that Sony can still compete. Ah, fuck them if that happens to be the case. I know, man. That's the only way I'm playing <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> All right, Dominic. Uh, we're going to get into the Game Awards announcements now. There were, uh, you know, for Jeff Keighley kind of coming out and saying there weren't going to be, you know, big announcements or whatever. This, this show was still pretty chock full of things that looked pretty good and we may not have yeah, known it about was. before. It, be, it was all right. And you know what? I, I think he just said it to keep low expectations. That's all. I, I mean, that's, that's smart of them if that's if that's the case. You know, good on him. Um, so, real quick, here are some of the things they showed on the pre-show. Because uh, honestly, what's the difference between this and last year? Uh, what, was, what was a huge thing last year? I don't, I don't even, even remember. remember. Yeah, I, I, I really that, don't. Not saying that wasn't, but it's just that it's not memorable. No, if no. it was, not at all. Um, yeah, so the pre-show kicked off. Uh, they announced that Dead Cells is getting some DLC that includes Castlevania stuff. I wonder what that's going to look like in uh, in actual gameplay-wise. They had like a nice little drawn uh, Dead Cells character guy versus 
Dracula and then Alucard and, and Richter Belmont showed up and were fighting alongside him. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. I wonder what that actually ends up being though. I'm dead cells is a very good game and Castlevania can, can have very good games. So the combination of those two, you know, could turn out very good. You'll have the, uh, what I mentioned earlier, the announcement that vampire survivors is now out on phones and is free. Uh, that's fine. Uh, so what, um, how is it like advertisements? What, how, I how honestly didn't notice any money. So I'm not sure because the weird thing about this is like in that, in the ad for this, they're like the original vampire survivors. But my understanding is actually vampire survivors is kind of a takeoff of a game that was already on phones. I, I don't remember what it is now. IO survivor or something like that. And this kind of blew up, even though it was really not the original game and that game already existed on phones. So I'm just wondering if it's like, Hey, let's just snuff that game out on phones too and make it free. Um, or I wonder if it's just the, like, this is for that audience because they know, that like the people who are going to buy it on the consoles aren't necessarily the same people who are going to play it on phones, but maybe they could get some additional sales on consoles. If they just give you a taste of it on the phones, like me, if it was like, if this game was on phones and not on game pass, it was only $5 and I tried it out on the phone and I was like, Oh, this would be cool, but I would really prefer if it had a controller they could sell me on that. So like maybe for people who don't have game pass, they could eke some sales out of that. I'm not sure. Or maybe I believe there's some DLC coming out soon. That's only supposed to be like two or $3. Maybe the phone version of that then costs money and they, they do that or something like that. I'm sure there's a plan there, Dominic. It seems like this game is blowing up pretty big for them. So they've got something figured out that, is probably much smarter than anything I'll be able to figure out. Uh, Next up was the announcement from Netflix of Valiant Hearts coming home. That is the sequel to Valiant Hearts, the Ubisoft product uh, side scrolling kind of cartoony world war one game that was very serious despite the, the visuals of it. Uh, That is coming as described in the trailer to mobile soon. I've seen other articles say it's coming in early 2023. I don't know what that means. Mobile? Man, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm really hoping that at the very least I can like play this with a Bluetooth controller or something. Because I I don't want this to be a mobile-focused game. But I know that's, that's basically like Netflix bringing people to where they are. You know, they expect people to to interact with Netflix content on their phones and stuff like that. I don't know what the, um, like how many people watch Netflix at home compared to their phones. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing maybe, maybe most of them. I'm honestly, I honestly very ignorant to the numbers, (laughs) but I, but I'm like, I have no idea. I mean, I know people, a lot of people do. I just don't know what's more. And maybe that's what it is. I mean, based on what I'd be seeing with some games, a lot of people be talking about like, hey, I want a mobile version of this. So I'm thinking like, oh, that maybe that's a, these people, the, the, the younger generation loves to use their phones even for games. And yeah. 
maybe uh, yeah that's that's fine um for for them it's not fine for me it's not fine for i I did not like that (laughs) yeah so i'm i'm hoping either that that is accessible via controller some way or comes to a console or pc relatively short, short after that i just wonder how much it's tied in with the netflix stuff and whether you know they're trying to figure out the logistics of like how do you log into your Netflix account on your consoles for game content and not just for the Netflix app or whatever. So I guess we will see hopefully soon. Uh, also coming out allegedly soon, uh, early 2023, again, via some articles I've seen, Returnal for the PC, the PS5 exclusive. It's finally coming to the PC after months and months and years of, of speculation, it seems like in leaks. So that's finally happening. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah. There is also a new Hellboy game coming that looks to be based on the comic books. It shares a very familiar art style with them. Uh, you think that movie's worth watching again? The first one Hellboy. Um, I don't know. I, I admittedly have never had the level of reverence for that series as I have seen some people, especially I think the second one because Guillermo, well, did Guillermo del Toro direct the first one too? He didn't do the first one. I I can't remember. I mean, I have no idea. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a, like a Guillermo del Toro guy. I mean, I just like the move. I happen to like some of the movies he done, Mm -hmm. but I'm not like a a huge fan or anything. Um, but yeah, so I I don't know. I think at the time, uh, as my last recollection of both of those movies, I thought they were they were fine. They were maybe yeah, fun. Yeah, I didn't I didn't hate them or nothing. I actually enjoyed yeah. them when I did see them. But it was I don't, like I, I wanted to see it again, but I haven't seen it so long now that I want to know is it worth seeing yeah. it again. I'd, I'd say it's probably worth your time to check it out again. It's probably probably holds up relatively well. Yeah. No, you just gotta watch the new one instead. I wish, but what's oh the the one with the guy one, from right? Stranger Things as as Hellboy? Oh, I totally forgot about that. I don't yeah. remember what that looks like. Uh, basically like slightly downgraded uh, original Hellboy. It doesn't really look that much different. I do have like a little um, like I don't know what you would call it, like a. Like a tick, like I get when I see Hellboy, I get like, why isn't his other hand big too? <laughs> it's like I don't like. It's just it's not symmetric. Yeah, it's like get the ah, make the see, other hand. That's back the problem, too. Dominic. You're following <laughs> the the Western world's beauty standards of symmetry, as far as uh, what makes people beautiful. So like, just embrace Hellboy the way he is. No, just this what humans, normal humans look like. That's all. <laughs> that's all I'm doing. <laughs> My bad if you came out a freak. I'm sorry. Ain't yeah, my fault. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> some things sometimes happen. Blame your parents. <laughs> for Satan that extra and whoever. Y chromosome or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> I don't know. All right, Dominic. Next up was Among oh, Us. Man, that's a Down syndrome. I didn't mean to say that. Oh, no. Uh, that's Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just uh, cut that one out. Move it on. <laughs> All right, Among Us, Dominic. That is adding a hide-and-seek mode. So, uh, yeah, people are still playing Among Us, I'm sure. They can check that out. All right, so... Hide-and-seek kind of, mode? 
Well, yeah. So what? You, is this hide and seek? Yeah, basically, like you're you're a player and you're trying to stay away from the the like monster player instead okay. of like trying to fool people into thinking fool you're them. not the monster. You're just yeah. like chasing them down, try and get to them. Uh, all right, so I I believe this kicks off kind of the real show announcements. Street Fighter Six. There was a little bit of a trailer for that, and an announcement of its release date, June second, twenty twenty three. So that'll be coming out then. You got that going on. After that was a big one. Hades 2 was announced. Um, I don't think they've given a date for that. I think they said 2023. It's going into early access. So it seems like they may follow kind of the same development path as Hades 1. Releasing that in early access. Letting people play that like that. And then going on from there. But that game looks absolutely gorgeous, and I know you're a yeah. huge fan of Hades One. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. I'm not gonna say a huge fan, but I'm a big fan. Okay. I'm a big fan. <laughs> All right, because um, I don't even know who the developers are. Oh, Super Giant, yeah. and I don't know their name, like the um, head guy's name or anything. Mm-hmm. So I want to say I'm a big fan. I mean, I mean, I mean, I want to say I'm a huge fan. I'm, I'm just big. But yeah. yes, that <laughs> does look good. I do want to play it. I would not mind playing that game again. Um. You know, I wonder if it's just like a Switch sale ever for that game or something. It I don't know. I wonder how much it might be on sale right now, actually. I think I might have saw Wario 64 talking about that. So, basically what I'm saying is they just said, nut up or shut up, Dominic, buy our game or not. I just wonder how well it works on the Switch. Like, it doesn't seem like a graphically intense game per se, but it does seem like you would want it to run pretty smoothly and if it didn't it would suck um yeah it's 12.49 right now on the switch 50 percent off so that seems seems 12.49? pretty solid. yeah yeah that is a yeah <laughs> yeah i think i might pick that up all right all right so we got that we got hades 2 next up oh, another you pick that up Big one. We got. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> Notice how I just kept talking over. It. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll see. Because um, I do want to play that game at some point. Now that it's not on Game Pass anymore, I think uh, if it holds up well on the Switch, I think the Switch. Would oh, maybe I give it to you for a Christmas place. gift. Huh. Or I ask <laughs> Santa Claus. I ask Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Santa baby, let's go. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so the next game, another big one, like heavy hitter after heavy hitter here, Dominic. Uh, Ken Levine of Ghost Games, formerly of, uh, now I can't think of the name of the people, but they made Bioshock, uh, formerly of them, head, head guy over there. His new game, Judas, which basically seems like maybe Stranger uh, Bioshock. It, it, it feels yeah. very much like Bioshock. It really does, but but it 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 has that Bioshock vibe. But it, I mean, I'm it got me. I like. Oh, yeah, I, I want to play that. Absolutely. The only thing I'm a little concerned about is oh my god, like, it's online. What's that? Oh, is that it's not online or anything? Is it? Well, I I'm worried that much like when We Happy Few was first shown and looked very much like oh hey here's the new Bioshock thing. That uh-huh. maybe this isn't like a single player narrative focused oh, exploration my. See, that's, uh, thing. You skip. 
What did they say that? I know they they haven't said anything in <laughs> like that. I just I have this like weird aversion now after we happy few. And I just feel like Ghost Story Games was supposed to be like this smaller developer. So that's what makes me think that like maybe this isn't this big epic thing like Bioshock was, but I, that's just all pure speculation on my my point. Like trying to temper my expectations in hopes of this being as great as it looks like it very well could be. So that's all that is. Don't, don't take anything that I'm saying, you know, with any sort of uh, factitious nature. It's just, uh, I worry. <laughs> that's all, but it, it looks fantastic. The trailer looks very creepy, very odd. There's some, some weird stuff going on in it, but it also looks very familiar. If you've played Bioshock before, this lady has some weird hand powers, much like your, your, your tonics and whatnot in, in those games. So that looks cool. After that was Bayonetta origins, uh, Cereza and the lost demon that's coming out exclusively on the Nintendo switch, March 17th, 2023. They kicked this trailer off by showing like Bayonetta as you know her. And I'm like, Oh weird. Are they like going to finally put those games out on something else? Is Nintendo like given them permission to put them on PC or PlayStation or something? Yeah. I, I thought the same thing. And then the next time I look at the screen, I'm looking at something that almost looks like Hades, but like also, cause it's, you know, like a kind of top downy isometric view, but like, like you've described it as basically like a, a DS or a three DS level graphics game uh, yeah. with this kind of, kind of watercolory art style to it. Very, very just not what you've come to expect from Bayonetta. And then it gets to the end of the trailer and it's like Bayonetta. Yeah, right, and I'm but, like, wait, this is the right. game. This is, this is this, this is Bayonetta. Like if this was a DS game, um, like that, that actually fits it. So I'm yeah. like, you know what? That would make sense if this was the DS game that came out alongside. Because like how Monster Hunter Stories or something was on DS, so I was like, yeah, yeah, that 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 fits it because it's like a cutesy little Monster Hunter thing and something like that. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, and then so like, oh look, they're doing a little nice cutesy Bayonetta for the the, D, the, the DS. They're the kitty machine. Yeah. You know, they are a kitty machine. The kitty are a machine. <laughs> I don't know, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but this be on a switch and looking and looking like that, like it's not that it's not. I don't mind a uh, cutesy artsy game. Yeah, the art it's style looks that, fine. It's yeah, I like. I mean, I like. I mean, it's the jaggediness right. I mean, of it. Exactly. I'm like, come on, man. Where's the anti air? That catchy. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's that it was weird. That was that was a weird trailer. Um. It, Gameplay wise, I'm not entirely sure what it is. It it could be fun, but just it's it's gonna be hard to get over how kind of incomplete or low effort it it kind of looks. Um next up was a Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League trailer featuring Batman. As as we've seen in the past, all the kind of good guys are have gone crazy from something. And uh, in this one, they, they've got 
the Flash captured, and they're going after uh, Batman, who in this trailer is voiced by Kevin Conroy, and they've you know announced that he is going to be the voice of Batman in this game. Oh, I guess so he's they coming back. He's coming back from the grave to do the, still do the voice. That yes. that is commitment right there. That is. That's I mean, he's a professional through and through. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess he recorded all his stuff before he unfortunately passed away. That game is also now releasing May twenty sixth. They ain't say that. I still What's think that? he came out the grave. Stop yeah, assuming mean, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he might have. We'll see how well his voice holds up without having a tongue or something. Um, they don't keep the tongues in the mouths. I don't know what they do. Don't they like replace it with silver? Isn't that what they did in the Simpsons? Places so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Jebediah Springfield has thoughts otherwise. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that game is coming out May twenty sixth. Uh, next up, we found out another PlayStation exclusive coming to the PC. Last of Us Part One is now coming to the PC March third, twenty twenty three. So you can play that there. I know you were a little disappointed by this announcement because that means it's going to be. High power graphics and possibly not run too well on your PC, Dominic. What do you think? Um, yeah, I'm still still um feel that way. Uh, yeah. but but yeah, yeah, I do. But no, but I'm happy that the PC people crowd gets to play this game, so yeah. they can be. This is the good one, as the <laughs> Last of Us crowd likes to say, who are big Joel fans, even though. I'm not. I'm okay with him getting killed the way he did. Hey, 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 spoilers still. Uh, Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Even though it happens at the beginning of the fucking game. Uh, But uh, but it's like, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for those spoilers if you missed it. Yeah, PC people don't. Yeah, because they kept away from the news, right? Exactly. PC people still have like 20 years to go before they get the they get part two released. Honestly, when I first saw this trailer, I thought it was part two that they were announcing for PC. And I was like, why would they put out part two? Well, but well, because well, but they did it for Uncharted. Uh, I mean, that's why I thought it was (laughs) at first. That is still stupid. It really is. (laughs) And then you call it the Uncharted (laughs) collection, no less. Yeah, because. No, I wouldn't looking like because I totally forgot that you said that. I look looking like oh shit, yeah, I'm about to down, yeah, I, I'm about to get this man. Yeah, um, you know, try to collect. That's like oh shit, I read the description. <laughs> it's like oh, nope. this is only yeah, that's right. Just I remember we talked about games. this. <laughs> like God, this doesn't even make any sense. I'm like God, duh. no, it's very silly. All right, after that was Star Wars Jedi Survivor. That is got a release date of March seventeenth. 2023 now so they showed off a new trailer for that they also had the guy that plays the main actor there with a little toy lightsaber swinging that oh, around on stage he was there oh, okay yeah that looks good yeah the joker was there the, the, yeah, the joker joker, yeah. joker or so. i mean i guess most maybe more people know him from shameless but i don't know his name but, but what was it in shameless oh okay gotcha that show still come on. I feel like that has been on. No, for I think that was the last eternity. season. Whatever the last season was, was the last season. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So that looks good. I still, still want to finish up that first. Oh game. yeah. That, that game. Yeah. That game looks good. Um, I'm, and it looks like it's, it's taking place after like during the first order or after the first order is gone. I think they said, Oh, first order is gone. Right. That's what they said. 
Yeah, there were also, but there were also like droids. So I don't, I don't know what's going on. I mean, the robots didn't all just die, Daniel. I mean, I guess that's <laughs> I mean, true. But... And the first order didn't all just die. Like they didn't kill everybody. I yeah. mean, just like how the Empire was still sort of around, like some spigots of it still around after the movie. Right. Um, the you know, so but um, but yeah, because like he's supposed to be grown. Because you see him grown with the beard and stuff. Like he's not um. I guess I don't know how old you're supposed to be. Was he supposed to be like a teenager or young twenties or something? I don't know what. I would have said one young twenties, but I don't know if I'm just attributing like his, you know, the actors. I think the actor, yeah, he's older. I'm sure, yeah, exactly, yeah. So, um, I just felt like, well, no, it can't be young twenties because he was a kid when the the shit went down. Oh right, yeah. And so Vader was, yeah, the Empire still around, so he he would have to be maybe a teenager. And so yeah, probably a teenager, late teens in that game, mm-hmm. or maybe like twenty. I, I, I said I said the most twenty, but yeah, um, he looked younger, but he looked how old was Skywalker? Because he looks almost like he could be around his age, or or Skywalker's a little bit older. I don't know. I don't know who would. He, he looked like around the same age, really. He, he looked that much older than Skywalker. It so, seems um, like Luke in this game he's gonna be twenty three. That doesn't <laughs> sound right. That doesn't sound right because it said the first order is gone. The first yeah. order wasn't even a name. Let's see. The day Order sixty six was given, Cal was thirteen years old. When the game starts, we learn that the Empire has been controlled for five years. With that logic in mind, Cal is eighteen during the fall, the Fallen Order, the first game. So oh, okay. that's what they that's what this person is speculating. Oh, okay. Oh, that's what he speculates. Okay. Well, well then, I mean, based on the math know, that they provided that checks out. So Yeah. I don't trust math. Math math science. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> uh but yeah, this yeah, I'm I'm excited to see how, how this story goes. Um I still think that woman looks weird. The um the black woman who From, plays in the show. She, yeah. And now she's uh, bald in this one? She wasn't bald in the last one? Oh, no, she wasn't. Think but she she's was? bald in real life, right? I think that's... Is that I what they're trying so. to go for here? Uh, um, I don't like know this, if that's what they're like, going for, but maybe. I, maybe. Maybe. Well, they went with... Well, him, he looks He looks like his character. <laughs> so maybe... And she looks like her. I mean, she no. does look like her. So uh, they... But Darren, it's like... It's just, it's just, it just looks weird in, in that kind of like... It's supposed to be her, but it just doesn't... I don't know. It looks the weird. The weird thing is, like, now things. I'm thinking about it. Isn't she also the one playing what's her face in Suicide Squad? Because didn't oh, they I have didn't know her that. come out on stage like last year and like I didn't know shut that. everybody up to to play the trailer? Oh, see, I didn't. I didn't even see none of that stuff. That squad, I just saw the trailer. Amanda Waller. Video game. I mean, you know, you know, she was at Wolfenstein. She was a black woman in Wolfenstein. Yeah, she uh, was in that. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Anyway, I'm not gonna be able to find it quickly. So yeah, that that looks cool. I'm excited for that. I want to know who this person that they keep focusing on in on the back to tank is. That weird looking person. They got to be some form of Jedi. I wonder if it's somebody that people from books know or. Something. Oh, Mace Windu. Again. It's Mace Windu. 
<laughs> Man, he has changed. All right. Next up, Dominic, it was Earthblade. This is a new game from the developers of Celeste. Extremely okay games. It's uh, announced for 2024. I basically just showed a little kind of gameplay trailer. It looks very similar to Celeste, but maybe with slightly up-res graphics, as in like from NES to SNES level type stuff. And it seems like it's going to be kind of a Metroidvania. There's a little, little more action, like you're attacking people instead of just platforming in this one. And that looks really good. After that right. was... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead, man. All right. Uh, after that was the announcement that there is a Forspoken demo out now on the PS5. Uh, so I got to check that out. I was looking at some stuff earlier, though, and it did not look great, which I am surprised I by. I looked at it on Twitch. Yeah. I, everything I didn't... I've seen up until now looked pretty good. I mean, both visually and gameplay-wise seemed interesting. But, hell no. I don't know. Um, after yeah, that, uh, I mean, I don't know sorry. if it could be just because of. I was hoping that it didn't look that great because of just the video quality yeah. of the stream. I have no idea. I haven't looked at it like any like because I was through a Twitch streamer, so right. I don't know. And you so never know nowadays because like a lot of capture stuff is still like 1080p. You know, you don't know what kind of capture devices some of these yeah. people have if they're not like top level streamers. Exactly. So, yeah, definitely. All right. Next up, Dominic, the uh, the uh, the uh, annual appearance of Kojima. He brought with him the heat, Dominic. He brought with him Death Stranding Two. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, it it looks like it's got a, a Metal Gear Rex in it now, sort of. Like <laughs> people in the crowd seemed to cheer when they, they saw this thing coming out of the ooze or whatever that kind of looked like a floating metal gear thing with a crane on it. But otherwise this you know looks I saw that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. No. I didn't okay. even think about my, I didn't even think about Metal Gear when I saw it. <laughs> I, no, I mean like I never put that. Konami's oh, done yeah, such a gear. good job of scrubbing Kojima's legacy off of Metal Gear. Dominic. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just I for some reason I don't know why you think about that, but yeah, you were too distracted looked, by all the babies and the disappearing babies and the babies turning into tentacles. Now that I played the first game, I am so disinterested in that Death Stranding. Like it, don't care. This I mean, is just it's not going to change. It's not going to change. Like it, it, I'm no. still. I mean, if I'm still carrying packages to place to place, I, I could give two shits. <laughs> Because that story was, um, yeah, it was something overindulgent to say the least, is what it feels like, and th that's what this trailer feels like. Even at the end of the trailer, the like credits roll, and then it comes back up with this this dude that looks like Raiden with his like metal body, and then a face mask, and he's like playing guitar, and he's got an octopus shoulder lamp thing. Like it's just. It's too much Kojima. Kojima, calm your Kojima down, please. It's the clockwork orange of the um, Jamin. Um, <laughs> sure. <there's> a, <laughs> sure. Hopefully there's uh, but, less rape in it. It's, uh, but, you know, uh, that's what I was about to say. Fuck. I was about to say. 
But fuck this game. Sorry, sorry, that's joking. But no, no, no. <laughs> no, damn. I, had, I was about to say something. Ah, it's not about the game. Um, oh, did it have a release date? Or at least time or year? I didn't see anything. Is it PlayStation exclusive? I believe it is again. Okay. I so believe, we'll yeah. get it. And this time, they're not going to let Xbox get it because they're going to say they're <laughs> going to dare no, put it on Game we're Pass. We're mad. We're mad that you you um get an. We're already making a game <laughs> for them. You want to put this game on there too? Nah, no way. All right, Dominic. Next up, Immortals of Avium. This was like a brief trailer. Looked like some first person stuff in a somewhat like fantasy looking thing. It's being published by EA is under their like originals license or publishing arm, I guess for 2023. I'm intrigued to see more of it just to see what it actually is. But this trailer didn't give us much to go on. I don't even remember what it is, man. So but right. we, can, we can keep going. Cause it's just, right. <laughs> next up, Dominic, we got Tekken eight. They showed off some gameplay for that. It looks like Tekken, but prettier. What do you think? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. It looks, it looks good. It does. Yeah, but Tekken, I, I, I played the last one. Um, it's okay, but it's not something I can stick around for. I don't, yeah. Uh, for, for some reason, I was not. The days of Tekken three are gone for me. So <laughs> it, I. But it's I'm happy very that much these, one I enjoy watching is part of like the fighting tournaments because of how smooth it is, but. Playing it, yeah, it's not not really for me anymore. All right, next up, Baldur's Gate 3 got a release date. Well, a release window. It's releasing in August 2023, and there's like a special edition. This was basically like a commercial, so oh, okay. there's that. Uh, after that, Airship Syndicate, uh, they've previously worked on... Ah, oh, shit, now I'm forgetting what games it was. I'm confusing them with somebody else. Um Warframe? But no. Oh, they're the, partnering the people with them? they're partnering with, Digital Extremes, are the Warframe people. Um, okay. So there is a Warframe connection there. Um, I almost want to say like Paladins or something because it looks kind of like that, but I don't think that's it. Um, but they are releasing a character-based online action RPG, basically like a Diablo-style game. Uh in some point in the future. I don't think they had a release date on this one either. It looks all right. I, I visually, I think it looks cool. It's not anything that hasn't been done before visually, but I think it looks all right. Oh, dark siders. Maybe why am I just blanking on who these people are now? Airship syndicate. I looked it up. I feel like right before, but I also looked up splash damage and I think splash damage is the one I'm confusing them with. Yeah, they worked on Darksiders Genesis, so not the original Darksiders team. But they that was on. the one, the isometric one, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they also worked on Ruin King, a League of Legends story, and Battle Chasers. That's the one I was trying to think of, which is like that game. I feel like has been around and talked about a bit, but was never really on anyone's radar ever. I feel like I played that game. Maybe. I definitely want to say it was like a free game on Xbox at some point in time. So, 
All right. Next up, Dominic, uh, speaking of Diablo. Yeah, uh, I played it. Yeah, it was a game pass. Okay. Diablo 4, that has got a release date now, June 6, 2023. There was a very extended sequence with Halsey playing some music from it. And then a. Man, I hope it like does because hopefully Microsoft will have that company and I can play that on Game Pass. <laughs> And hopefully also it releases on June 6th because apparently around this time there was also like some articles that went out with people from that team basically saying like there's going to be a lot of crunch needed for that to actually turn it off. So we'll see if that that release date holds true or not. Um, Next up, Dominic, we got some DLC for Horizon Forbidden West. This... This is going to be PS5 exclusive. It's called Burning Shores. Looks like it takes place in like Los Angeles because you see the Hollywood sign in the trailer. That's coming out April 19th, 2023. I got to say that Hollywood sign was well built to have survived until whatever year it is in Horizon. I know, man. And just to be destroyed right there. It's like, God damn. <laughs> National landmark. I thought that stuff was just like cloth or something or like plywood. Guess it uh guess it holds up to basically the entire death of the planet. They so. put it back up. So I guess they no, they put it back up now. And they ah, saw like okay. oh they because they thought it was like, oh, this is the the gods this is like the gods name. <laughs> it's like if we tried god's to rebuild Hollywood, Stonehenge so. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then um yeah, it just got short again. Yeah. So that's coming out April nineteenth. So uh, yeah. If you're looking for more horizon check that out they got Only that and the vr game what's that yeah that and the vr game you know yeah that's that true still, yeah because that's that, around that the same comes, time too yeah all right next up dominic you have a hot uh bandai namco amazon collabo called blue protocol this is going to be a mmo action rpg it it makes me very <laughs> much think of, of like genshin impact here it's, very it's always MMOs animated. with the damn Amazon. Like it's always there's always these like not, not MMOs, but something like multiplayer something yeah. and uh, Well they're you yeah. they're leveraging their online infrastructure or whatever they would say probably. You know, the cloud Amazon. Oh, but compute. it does yeah, you say anime, it does does it look like Genshin Impact? I, I don't remember. I probably saw it. The does. Trailer, it it just straight better. up looks like anime okay. characters. So to me damn. I mean Genshin Impact is the most Generic they got some lollies, anime things. That, that's what they call them, like lollies, like the young, young looking girls. Yeah, I think that's that what like the Genshin Impact, like 50, especially 50 that, old. that one like annoying <laughs> character in Genshin Impact, the one yeah. that floats around and like is your Navi like. I think they that gotta would be, be a lolly. These people got this got to be their fetishes, right? I mean, this the guys who actually do draw it. I mean, come on. I mean, you know what? No, it doesn't have to be. They just know the audience. See, yeah, we, we got a lot of purpose. <laughs> Maybe that's yes, yes, yeah, yeah. We just, you know, our audience. Yeah. Yes. All right. Next up, Dominic. This is the splash damage game, Transformers Reactive. It's going to be a one to four player online action game. I don't know what that means. This was a CGI trailer that mostly focused on people in this like post-apocalyptic world. I hope in a Transformers game you actually play as Transformers. <laughs> That's all I can yeah. say. But uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like a game I play though. A one to four player online act. I mean, unless it's like a nice. Um, I just have a feeling it's not going to be that good. 
honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. one of four player sounds good. I mean, it sounds good. Like yes. Um, I mean, I would like to play have a nice cooperative multiplayer game. Um, I get like evolved vibes from this, and I could actually see that kind of working if you're like playing as humans. Evolve. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is, is it says what is is it one versus like three versus one person then? I, what are you saying? I haven't evolve. seen it described that way yet. No, I yeah, haven't. So I'm just thinking because this is one to four. Yeah. If they did say that, then I I didn't even, what do we care to talk about? Because <laughs> then you could do like okay, you're fighting a transformer, but then like if one of you gets like a power up or something, you get to turn into a transformer, and then you have a big transform battle or something like that. But yeah, I mean, for what they showed us, we we don't have much to go on here, so it's not worth spending too much time on. Uh, next up, Dominic was more of the Mario movie. There was a new little clip of this basically featuring Mario going through warp pipes, which was comedic because he smashed into the sides. It's, this is very much clearly telling like a stranger in a strange land kind of thing. You know, Mario is from some sort of different universe than the, than the toadstool universe, the, the mushroom kingdom, I guess. And they're very much playing that up. It look, continues to look good, Dominic. Uh, what yeah, you it think? does. Yeah, I thought I, I think it looks good. It yeah. looks like a good movie. So I'm here for it. Just we'll see how it goes. Uh, next up, but don't nods a new action RPG game. They are the people who did Life is Strange and that vampire game, uh, Banishers: Ghosts of a New Eden. They showed off. Mostly a CG trailer of this and then a little bit of what looks like kind of a third person action RPG, uh, you know, uh, gameplay stuff. This is allegedly coming out at the end of 2023. Looks pretty good. I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. Don't nod. Um, what, what did they do? I, I know that name. Uh, uh, Life oh, is yes. Strange. It's Life is Strange. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Does Life it look strange, like a yeah. Life is Strange kind of thing? No, it it looks more like a Witcher kind of thing. But like if they can take some of the, you know, action RPG elements of games that have done it well and then meld that with like the dialogue stuff that they seem to be. Oh, yes. Yes, they're very good at that. Definitely. You know, it doesn't seem like Vampire necessarily pulled that off very well, but hopefully they learn some lessons from that. So we shall see. Looked good visually. Of course, that was the CG part, so who knows if it was pre-rendered or not. Uh, next up, a real uh, short trailer for Space Marine 2. That's coming out in 2023 still. Space Marine, Dominic. Space, um, I, I mean, I am very um, surprised that they're doing this. Um, like, cause, I, mean, Space, I mean, I'm surprised that it happened years ago, honestly. I mean, I'm yeah. surprised it took this long to come with a sequel to Space Marines. Yeah, that especially game with is, how many warhammer games they've just pu- been pumping out yeah, year after year exactly it like well those other warhammer games have gotten sequels since since <laughs> yeah. they came out after space Marines and gotten sequels to themselves and now space Marines is just coming out and i mean this game i see it every time on steam on sale every fucking oh yeah like every time it's a big sale i see space Marines. <laughs> i'm just thinking like <laughs> darn man it's like i mean this game has so sold a lot i mean I mean, it's not like a huge seller, but it, it's, I think it sold enough for like a Warhammer game. I was like, I'm surprised yeah. it just haven't done like a sequel. And I and wonder. It feels like it this... was one of the first like really criti- critically acclaimed ones too. Exactly. Yeah. And it was something that 
anybody can really get their hands on. Because a lot of the Warhammer games are kind of niche. Like yeah. they're either um, very Diablo like, so you got a Carl who likes that type of game, or the strategy, strategy liked, um, um, like strategy like basically um, StarCraft or something, or turn based strategy. So yeah, this was the one that's like, oh, it's action. It's an action game, and you know, that's what it is. Now, I wonder if this is going to be multiplayer like I wanted the first one to be. Um, will yeah. they at least be two-player? But I don't know. I mean, it'd be, as long as it's a good game, I mean, that's fine. Even though like, I would like it to be the cooperative. I mean, I don't see enough of... There's not a lot of Gears-like games. There, there's just... No. There, yeah, I thought that would happen. Like, it went from this, like, thinking, like, oh, man, a lot of things going to be online, like, cooperative, like, Gears, like, be like Gears. But... It seemed like they just skipped it. They said, like, you know what? No. It's either going to be um, single player or four or more people and it, or something like that. Like, it's yeah. going to be something, like, huge. Like, eight versus eight or something. Or or if it is cooperative, it's four versus one. And it's, it's like, like it, they, they go on multiplayer in a huge way. They don't, like, this is smaller cooperative games. Um, they really don't do or... It's like the um, or it's like Lego or something like that, or something where you have to be at home. Like like it has to be on one. It's, you can't do it online. You have to uh, be on the same console. Um, and yeah, it. I don't I don't know what happened. Like I wonder what happened with that. I guess it maybe the money. Like I say, hey, look, we're going to multiplayer. We're going to do it big and try to get people to pay more money towards it too. Yeah. So. Yeah, they just stopped it with that. Nobody will right. spend the money, Dominic. All this right, make next it. up was <laughs> Meet Your Maker. This game, I don't, I didn't remember seeing it initially during the presentation, but when I was going back through it again, it caught my eye. It looks kind of like this first-person roguelike, but with like Minecraft elements, like you're building the environment. And I, I guess you could be with multiple people. Yeah, that's guess, what it looks it like. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I saw this too. This is what, like on a video I was looking at with like the top trailers. This wasn't there. Mm. Uh, I actually had to see that. Oh, okay. On my own. That's why I realized. Oh, so that was just the top trailers because I was like, I thought that was all of them. <laughs> yeah, as long as it was like thirty some minutes. So that, they showed a shit ton of trailers in this damn yeah. thing. I mean, as um, it turns out, there's just a lot of top trailers too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's that's what. It, yeah, it wasn't like you didn't really see. We didn't really see gameplay, did we? Um, or was I think some of the like... building stuff looked like gameplay, but yeah, it wasn't a lot. I I'm intrigued okay, yeah. to see what this actually is. Like it kind of came. Yeah, out of I want to know is it is it like you build your own tower and go through, or you somebody builds a tower and you play on their tower? You play their top. You get yeah. in the tower that they made. Is it like is it like Halo Forge mode or something where you can just go pick the stage to play in or something for me that would and, definitely be the cooler option <laughs> yeah like i say like hey you can play people stages and they rate them so you can know yeah. what's the good ones and shit mm-hmm. like that like, like mario, mario maker, maker or something mario yep. maker stuff like yeah i okay. mean forge does that actually forge did that before mario maker but mario <laughs> maker was just a whole lot simpler yeah yeah but that's coming out april 4th 2023 so that's gonna be soon you know so we'll see how that ends up turning out like seems really cool uh, after that, the, I did uh, watch this. I, oh, go ahead. 
the crash guy came out, uh, you know, full crash bandicoot suit and all, yelling on his microphone like he used to back Hold in the commercials. What, which, which crash suit we talk about? We talk about the one where you don't see his face or you see his face and his teeth? This one, you don't see his face. Oh, the, the good one. I hated that one. <laughs> I hated the one where I used to see, like, the guy wear the suit and you see his face through his teeth. I said, no, I didn't see that in the when I was little. I said, yeah. when, when the first trash, I didn't see no human face. You, you, I feel you, like you that's the, the more campy version is the one where you see his face. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, that's so stupid. It's like you ruined the moment. Is it now? Now <laughs> kids going to know that you're not real. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. <laughs> but he came out to announce Crash Team Rumble. That's coming out next year sometime as basically like a multiplayer kind of not yeah, quite didn't. party game because it doesn't look like Mario Party. It still looks like there's some platforming stuff. Oh, it's shit. Like, that is not what I thought. Because, like I said, I didn't, I didn't click on to watch the trailer. I thought that shit was um, just Smash Brothers. Oh, damn. It Maybe that's... It's not a fighting game, necessarily. Okay. It's it's like a collection thing. Like, you're trying to get oh, okay. the yeah. most fruit on the pedestal or so something. So, like, Crash Team Racing is going to be the best Mario Party game. So, there you go. It's like <laughs> Crash Team Racing was the best card game. Exactly. <laughs> All right, next up, Dominic, the Lords of the Fallen. They had a new trailer for that. That is apparently set a thousand years after Lords of the Fallen without the, because, you know, they added a the for the sequel. That, this is, that is so retarded. I mean, God, so I shouldn't say that, but, but it's just, it's, no, it's, it's stupid. That's what it is. It's dumb. Maybe it's confusing too, but whatever. It's still, whatever, man. It's like I told you, though, I, I thought that the new one also it's came so out. It's so mentally disabled. It's so mentally disabled that that stupid ass title. Dominic. God. Yeah. All right. I mean, Moving why? On. Like, why? I mean, come on. The it's adding the to it. Yeah. It's like it's what's so. the? I don't know what's it going. What's it going for there? Like what? What's? It's going for this know. being the definitive one, Dominic. The Lords of the Fallen. Those were just those were just some random lords. These are the Lords of the Fallen. They should put. The original one up to sixty dollars and just like or seventy. <laughs> Put that shit up to just seventy dollars. They tried to trick people into say, buying say, the wrong one. Say Lord to the Fallen. Um, they put gaming edition real small so they won't get people can tell. They like, they better or, or, put or they that, that old game free on everything when this new game comes out. <laughs> Otherwise, there are definitely going to be people that purchase incorrectly the I wrong one. I want to see what I want to see them purchase the wrong shit. That's what I want to see because it's a stupid ass name. Like it's not even. A, the Lord. <laughs> this is the, the Xbox the naming scheme all over again, Dominic. <laughs> the Lord. Say, oh, we added, the, we added the to it. No, no. Oh, we took away the. What, what, which one no, is it? No, they added the. They added the. They added the. This is the <laughs> definitive one. Yep. The Lord's of the Fall. The Lord's of the Fall. All right, Dominic. <laughs> Next up, Michael Madsen came out. It looked good, though. Talk- I'm sorry. Going back to that, it does look good to me. Like hey, it looks I, like I thought, a good yeah, it looks like a good Souls game. Yeah, I mean just looking at it, I have no idea how it plays. But I thought the same thing about the original Lords of the Fallen and then played yeah, some I of did. it and I was like, oh, this is just a now, Dark Souls game, so never did mind. Did the first one have guns too? What's that? Did the first one have guns? Uh no, the first one I don't recall okay. having any guns. Alright, so this is like a yeah, like you said, it's a thousand years after, so they finally got guns. Like I when I saw this trailer, I thought it was um, 
Dark Souls 4 or something. I don't, I don't know, something <laughs> like that. I, guess, I could swear I was like, oh, shit, they got guns in this thing. So they're making Dark Souls look really good. I, I'm yeah. actually like, damn, man, I, it got guns. I kind of want to play. I kind of want to say because I like guns. And then I saw his Lord. Oh, I said, oh, okay. Yeah, no wonder I kind of like it because it's, it's still that Dark Souls-like, but it's... Yeah. It looks because I was thinking, I was looking at looking at it, and it's like it looks better. I was like, why do they make Dark Souls actually look really good? Like, like, like I met, like just looking at it, it's like it doesn't look boring. Mm-hmm. Like it has a boring look to it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how it turns out. Now I know why. Because now now I know like all Dark Souls games are supposed to look boring. You're supposed to look boring and dragon. <laughs> How'd you know, Don? All right. <laughs> Next up, Dominic, Michael Madsen came out on stage to uh, very enthusiastically announce Crime Boss Rocket City. This is just like, we didn't see any gameplay in this. I don't know if it's first-person shooter. I don't know if it's third-person shooter. Why did it get that his old ass? Like, the last time I seen him, like, he was struggling to, just to talk. Like, how did the hell they get him to do voice acting? I, I don't know. But they've got... <laughs> They've got everybody in this game that you would want if you are nostalgic if, for like eighties movies. If you were the eighties, yeah, eighties and nineties, yes, eighties yeah. and, and, and early nineties. By the nineties, they were by the late nineties, they were old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, but let's see. As I said, Michael Matson, he's there. Travis Baker, I'm not sure who that is to be honest with you. Kim Basinger, Casey. Damon? Kim Basinger, sure. Jesus Christ! Yeah. The lady looked like she could barely hold her face in that movie. Um, what the f, f was it? Um, the one with uh, Russell Crowe uh, and um, it was like they were both detectives. Yeah, it was like a comedy, and she was in there because I was like, "Who? This lady looks familiar." So, oh, that's Kim Basinger. Oh, yeah, I say yeah because she she got a lot of makeup and stuff yeah. done to her face. Um, yeah, but she's in there. Danny Trejo, Danny Glover, Michael Rooker, Vanilla Ice, Chuck Norris. Like this is Vanilla Ice. When I saw Vanilla Ice, I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> I was like, "This is too much." I'm, I'm good. But yeah, it looks like it might be kind of like a a, he- a heist type thing, like a payday type thing. Is what I was thinking. Yeah, you know, first person doing heists, but at does not look good to me <laughs> at all. Get Robert De Niro in there or something like that. You know, it just looks Joe like Pesci. they're trying to play uh, on Joe nostalgia Pesci. way Where's too Joe much. Pesci? Who? Joe Pesci. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't mention it, but uh, Al Pacino was at the uh, awards. He gave out bo- best voice actor. So, oh was, my god. He actually cool, got Al Pacino to come there. That that is amazing. He got Al Pacino to come there. He got Al Pacino <laughs> there. He got Daniel Craig on video call. Uh, you know, he's Jeff Keeley's out there making moves. So, I saw a picture of Kojima sitting next to Al Pacino. Dominic, the the, the world our worlds have collided. I don't know. Collided, oh collided. I don't know what was coalesced. I don't know what's going for there. Anyway, yeah, so that game looks like a game. Next up, Cyberpunk expansion, yeah, what Phantom is it? Liberty. Like, what is it? Is it going to be an action game? Well, what is this? I'm thinking it's a first-person shooter of some type. I saw a bit of it where you look like you're in first person. But that's the extent of it that I got out of that trailer. 
Okay. So, yeah. All right. Next up, Cyberpunk expansion, Phantom Liberty. And in this, it is going to be using Idris Elba's likeness and voice, much in the same way they did with uh, Johnny Silverhand. So... That's coming out sometime next year. What do you think, Dominic? Will this uh, motivate you to jump back into cyberpunk? Well, I, I would have to buy the game again. Yeah. Yeah, you would. Cause so, you, did you buy that on Stadia? Yeah, I bought it on Stadia. So did you get a refund for that? Huh? Yeah. Okay. But I only paid what? I forgot what I paid for. $13-something? Oh, shit. I didn't realize. I knew it was cheaper, but I didn't realize it was that much cheaper. It was a sale. It was a because yeah. it well the thing was it was that it was already a sale in the game and then it was a promotion for new oh, stadia right. people. That's what it was. Gotcha. All right. So probably not then. Probably not gonna get you to jump back in necessarily right away. I mean, I'm if I mean it might be cheaper by the time it comes out, but Vegas, I I, but then I I want to stream it because I was able to stream it, so right. I didn't have to struggle with my PC. If I had a better PC, I'll definitely would jump back in it again. But I don't, so I probably not Can unless I get a Cyber new console Punk or something on the Nvidia. I probably in- yeah, I think you Nvidia. you might can streaming. Yeah, so maybe that would. Be an option, but yeah, that's that's unfortunate. Stadia, Stadia was actually relevant for something, Dominic. <laughs> the right way to play Cyberpunk. Um, yeah. So there was that. Uh, then there was a trailer for Armored Core Six: Fires of Rubicon. That was it. That where I was talking about robot games. That was the one I couldn't think. Of. It was Armored ah. Core. Gotcha. So it was like it was like Mecha Salt, Armor Core. Um Damn now I can't remember the other one. <laughs> what was the Square Enix one called? Uh Front Mission? Front, front Mission. Front Mission. Yeah, Front Mission. Even though I mean I I mean just the name. Like I knew it was like it was robots, mm-hmm. but it was turn based. But I didn't just if you said the name, I would just get them all mixed together. Yeah. Um. And then there was a s- s- uh, steel battalion. Steel no, that's still battalion. battalion. <laughs> but but was it was it? Uh, I forget what the um. I forgot. There was another one. Um. But yeah, I always get them all mixed up. I was like, ah, these all these mech games. I said, I don't know the um, which one's which. Yeah. But yeah, Armor Core Six. I like. I don't remember when the last time I heard about Armor Core. Honestly. I don't know, but I'm excited to see how they turn Armored Core into a Souls-like, Dominic, because that's what's happening to this game. Well, a future Souls-like, uh, that might, at least at least it will appeal to me visually if they, mm-hmm. unless it's just... I don't know, I'll, those I'll, robots I'll, look pretty drabbed. <laughs> yeah, they, they did, but I don't know. But There's I, a lot of grays. I could deal with that instead of yeah. knights and soldiers and stuff. I can yeah, because they still have the guns, right? I mean, there's, yeah. there's that at least. So. And thing is, I like I mean, no thing is, I like lights and armor and stuff. I just that I don't want to look that. I mean, you already got it playing weird to me. It's like <laughs> then you got it just looking like that. It's just like where's the fun in this again? It's like this doesn't look fun. It's like yeah. it doesn't even look fun. Or like if I do pull off a move, I mean, it's like 
Yeah, yeah, I beat it, but it's not like I beat it in spectacular. I like I look cool being it, right. beating it, being the boss. I just I beat it, but I I beat it I and then stupid. I tumbled away because I was afraid <laughs> yeah. it was gonna get like a last hit on me. Yeah, I just tumbling and bumbling around, and <laughs> it's like and, and like just avoid. Yeah, it just doesn't feel a cool way of doing it. I don't know. Yeah. That's why the internet would tell you to get good, Dominic. Well, get All good. Right. This means I look cool. Oh, I gotta look good. Gotta get good to get look cool to do it. Exactly. Okay, you guess. gotta you gotta get good to make it look cool when you do it. All right. The last one we got here, Dominic. Final Fantasy 16. That's coming out June 20, uh, 22nd, 2023. There's a new trailer there. It looked like there was some child murder going on and some retribution for child murder. What do you think? I mean, that kid, he looked like, look at that face. I mean, I, who, who wouldn't want to kill that kid? Goodness I mean, gracious. but anyway. <laughs> no, no, that that actually, if I'm since 16, it looks pretty good. It, it looks better than when I when I looked at 15. Like 15, mm. I had no excitement for. Like, it didn't look that great, honestly, to me. Yeah. But something about 16 makes it uh, like I... Like I wouldn't mind trying this. I wouldn't mind trying this game. Um, though I do feel like I would be disappointed in the story. Like the story would just get <laughs> away, away, away from me. Yeah. Um, and then I'll dislike it. But just the look of the game, I'm like, I I do want to play this. Like I find it more appealing than what 15 looked like. Gotcha. Yeah. Seems all right. What you thought of it? I, I, I'm in the same vein as you like to me, there's something more appealing about it than there was 15, but I'm still not, it's still not pulling me in. Uh, seven has like the nostalgia factor to it that would maybe get me to play that game. But unless I hear like spectacular things about this, like how they change combat with the, the inclusions of the summons. Cause it, it seemed like in all the earlier trailers, that was kind of what they were showing was you basically like turning into the summons and fighting like that. If that was something interesting, but I'm, I'm with you that I don't think anything about this story is necessarily going to be good or something that would motivate me to play the game so combat definitely i mean the the combat even over like final fantasy 7 remake seems to be more like action and enticing oh definitely yeah i mean like 15 uh i think it started it started with um 13 uh well actually technically it started with 12 go ahead say dominic it started with kingdom hearts no (laughs) well (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's really what it is. Because well, twelve, it was feeling like oh, I got a little more control, but not that much. Yeah, it, it really, um, it was it gave you the illusion. Um, <laughs> and of course, Kingdom Hearts that was just action. And thirteen, it was a little more than twelve. It was a little more than twelve, but it was still kind of turn basey. Um, yeah, with it, but it was a I, I liked it like that though. I was like, if it'll be that, be that. Then it just said fuck it. You be going, uh, <laughs> we're just going, you go crazy. You just look crazy and you don't know what the fuck going on, but you're pressing buttons. <laughs> it is. Yeah. 
All right, Dominic. So that was it for the announcements of the Video Game Awards. Do you want to go over real quick some of the winners, or do you just want to save that for next week? Because it'll probably be a slow week anyway, and we got to get Yeah, moving. yeah, save that for next week, man, right. because yeah, we went pretty damn long. And yeah. Actually, it's not as important as the, as the trailers. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's really not. Um, all right. So we'll get into new releases here real quick, Dominic. We don't have much in the way of that either this week. We do have Hello Neighbor 2 out on the PC, PS4, PS5, and Xbox series of consoles. So if you got a child that's into weird, creepy home invasions, uh, you can check out Hello Neighbor 2 because that secretly was like some weird big hit that got a whole bunch of merch for children. I don't know how, but yeah, sure. And then we have Dragon Quest Treasures for the Nintendo Switch, Dominic. Yeah, that kind of stuck up on me. I didn't yeah. realize this was just coming out. Yeah, it looks all right, though. Seems to be doing all right as well. So, yeah. Yeah, the Dragon Quest stuff seemed to be, uh, you know, like with, the, um, of course, the main quest quest games. And then you have the builders, the, um, uh, that in the sequel. And then, like, some of this stuff seems to be, like, they get rated pretty well. Like they're all, they're all right, yeah. they're all right games. Yeah, I always liked uh, like Dragon Quest Builders. I thought that was a good twist on like Minecraft, giving you more yeah. you know uh, goals and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, more it was. And, and the art style, I mean, that Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z guy. I mean, that art style. I mean, I do like it. Yeah, I mean, and I like it, and yeah, in that way. Yep. So those are our new releases, Dominic. You got anything else for the people? No, I'm good. All right. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. You can check us out on Twitter. Dominic's at DStallworth5. I'm at RegulusMB. The podcast is at Superpod, S-U-P-A-P-O-D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check us out there. It has all of our previous podcasts, as well as links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast as well as audio podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all those places that you find podcasts. And until next time, guys, talk to you later. All right, see you.